spend some time with the dead. On demand almost. We'd be like, hey, can you like touch the dust and make it go off? And it would just start lighting up and going crazy. Why should we be afraid of this? Hello and welcome to <laughs> What Goes Bump Tonight. I'm your host, Riley Clark, and alongside me, as always, is Trev Jensen. And tonight, our special guests are the Great Lakes Spirit Seekers. Ow, 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 ow. <laughs> you gotta get the owl in there. I feel like that is now an official <laughs> staple. It's, yeah, it's a staple. So, I know we were speaking a little bit before this, but... How long has your guys' group been investigating together? This group in particular. Three years in May. Three years in May. And how many times have you guys gone investigating in those three years, would you say? A lot. <laughs> a lot. I love that. I would say... Is it like an every weekend thing kind of for you guys? No. Um, Not no, nearly as bad. At crazy. They seem to cluster. We'll get them like all yeah. in a row and then we'll have a stretch yeah. of time. Where mm-hmm. we're kind of not as busy. Um, I would say the best way to do it. Yeah, it always seems like everything happens all at once. It's like whoa. Uh, public investigations where we've gone to a known public place and investigated. I would say we've probably done twenty, thirty locations and Ooh, private yeah. residence. I wouldn't even know. Yeah, at this point, how many we've done a lot, tons. I can't, too many times. <laughs> That's I love that though. Like that's that's pretty good work for just the three years that you guys have been together. Which obviously I'm assuming everybody that has been into the paranormal pretty much their whole lives, correct? Interested in at least, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so why don't we start and just go in a circle? Like, what was your guys' first experience? We'll start with candy. <laughs> um, <laughs> here we go. Come in with the hard hitters every time. <laughs> I started. About eight years ago, with my husband, we went to Paracon. Um, I, I wasn't. That. I just started watching the you know TV shows. Like, I never really had any paranormal experiences and stuff. I just thought it was cool. And my husband and I went to Paracon, met a couple people up there, thought it was cool. So, we went on an investigation, bought some equipment, and started. Yeah, never looked back. Yep. Right, exactly. I always say it's like it's literally like doing heroin. It's like right, exactly. Like, god damn it. Yeah, I I can't stop. Exactly. That's about it. (laughs) And uh, Sarah, where? How did you get into the paranormal? We see. I see that you got medium down there. So part of it started with me being like intuitive from a very young age. And then really getting into anything like paranormal, supernatural, like started off with like UFOs and aliens and then oh, yeah. kind of delved into like different things um, from there. And then having um, some pretty intense experiences with family members yeah. coming visit me to where it was like, OK, I can't ignore this anymore as much right. as I did because I was afraid at first. Um, it got to the mm-hmm. point where I was like, all right, you can't ignore this anymore. <laughs> Were you skeptical, like before you had any idea, really, that you were that susceptible to say to spirits um, on the other side? I always like proof. 
and science. Hmm. I'm a biology major. I, science is like my background. So um, there always has yeah. to be some sort of, you know, factual evidence to it. That's why, that's why I like what we do because we try to, you know, go into an investigation with some sort of, you know, we're trying to like prove the existence at that point. You know what I mean? And, and make it more. Yeah. Yeah. Coming from the grounded standpoint is definitely like, I feel like that's the best way to do it. Cause if you go somewhere and you're like, there's demons here because I heard demons were here. (laughs) (laughs) Like let's take a step back and then let's, let's look at some of the facts and what the history says. And it's like, okay, now I have a better understanding and I feel a lot more comfortable with actually stating something. Right. But then I have like the other aspect where like, you know, I have the intuitive side where things Mm. don't always make a hundred percent sense right away and then they kind of you know but then the it's almost like that a uh, board like with all the yarn where it's like wait a minute like, <laughs> yeah. like this name is actually part of his family which he said his family lived here where it's like wait like how the fuck does that make sense yeah. like it doesn't it right. literally is is a fact that there is a spirit residing in that residence or wherever it happened mm-hmm. yeah it's been fun <laughs> yeah i was gonna say like honest to god i think me and riley like we might be like sensitive in a way or like more empath em- empathy empathic. empathic. That's what I was looking for. Then like medium wise, because it's like I don't see things, but like we'll go to places all the time and it's like you can feel it oh, like change right. in the night. A hundred percent. That's how it starts is everybody has intuition and it's just mm-hmm. trusting it a lot of times, you know, because you're always going to second guess yourself. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah. finding trust and like the gut feelings that you get is kind of how I got to where I am. Yeah, gut feelings will tell you the truth. I, I was that's literally how I feel like people should live by. Where it's like your head will lead you down wrong paths because your brain will make like hallucinogens when you sleep. Like I don't know if I believe everything it's telling me. Yeah. I, I have a question for the, about that later. But Sandra, what what was the start for your paranormal journey? Um, I was always interested in anything that other people would consider weird or different or supernatural um and i didn't have any definable experience i would say until i was working at a bar it's no longer in muskegon but i came out of the waitress station and there was a person standing there i turned back to put something down he was gone and it was 15 seconds he didn't go through anywhere later on talking to employees i was describing the person and someone brought a picture and said uh was it him? him? Oh, Total, like head, to, head to toe, that oh, person. Chill. Turned out he was a former employee who had died walking to work. Oh, I just got the chills. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's and my husband wrong. actually got his job. Like when he passed, my husband was the person who wow. re- replaced him. Whoa. And like we both had experiences that we never shared with each other. And we kind of started yeah. sharing them over time. And it kind of came out who this person was. Oh, that yeah, was when kind of I was like, like wait Hook. a minute don't tell me that like you can't be telling me that because that that is exactly what i have to say yeah i kept seeing him like look behind him in the same spot and i was doing the same thing and i found like what are you looking at oh, wow. he's like i thought i saw someone over there okay it's like wait pucker moment different. Very different. okay <laughs> tell you something <laughs> yeah that's so cool. And then we I ended up having that. many experiences there. The radios would go on by themselves when they remodeled it. People left working there during the remodel because the tools were being moved. They'd fall over the toolbox. Wow. It was, I wish it was still there. <laughs> this is our own home little town too. Like, I love that. That's so cool. That Definitely. is so cool. I want to give a shout out to everyone in the chat. Woo-woo. Going crazy. Uh, Dweez, Patricia, G, 
paranormal Thank search you, my paranormal boy search. thank you everyone for <laughs> jumping in if you haven't yet make sure you like and subscribe and check out everybody's channel trying to reach 500 too. subscribers by the end of the year i hope we can that would be awesome <laughs> but what's your favorite device to use on an investigation you read my mind <laughs> literally hmm. spirit box probably yeah, spirit box. That's, that's, my that's my my favorite lately mm-hmm. i like the dowsing rods we don't use dowsing rods See? only because I don't own any. <laughs> but like I it's they're we interesting though. Cause I really do think they work. It's just like it's all about perception too though. Cause some people they're subjective. Be like, yeah. Yeah, and people would be like, you are one oops one hundred percent moving those with your thumbs. And it's like I uh, like I don't know. Like it's it's one of those things where it's like I can't tell you I am because like physically I'm not trying to if I am, but subconsciously maybe I am, who knows? We've used more than one set before with people in opposite sides of the rooms facing away from each other to see if the answers are the same and to the questions to try to to counteract them and see how that goes. I love that. Oh, that's that's what we like to do too. Is like if we get say confirmations in like two different or three different devices, we like, like to rule yeah. three. That's kind of like a, this little theory we came up with. Like if we can get a response at either relatively at the same time or all like conglomerate, like. It just makes the evidence that more like legitimized you know, at that legitimized. point. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, like, why else would an EMF detector go off with a REM pod? And, and then, then the spirit box, yeah. The spirit box says something, or like, uh, we like using Spirit Talker app a lot. And, you know, why would it's all true. these things line up? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you guys don't know what Spirit Talker app is, Spotted Ghost is the creator of it. And he has his own channel that he breaks down how the app works and whatnot. And it's it is super fascinating because it's like if you guys have ever used an ovulus or seen them in use, it's literally that for five dollars because your phone has actually got way more sensors than an ovulus. So it's like some of the apps are poopy, but like like that one spirit talker in gen and, and specifically that one is very, very, very credible and very useful to use. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, so oh. plug. <laughs> he hopefully will have a monster yeah, right. like really dive into it some more. But yeah, recently I just watched a video where he's like, let's break down how the app works and the brain to it. And it's like, yeah, there's no reason why I should be getting people's names like Ludwig in particular is like just a name I'll throw out there where it's like, that's a very old name. There's no reason why it should pertain to the location I'm in, to the actual history of the place. And the name is correct, too. Like, there's no reason for that. That's true. So, I don't know, apps are fun. <laughs> they are. <laughs> but there's something about that spirit box where you hear that, that like, right in between the first, like, to the next one, and you hear that, like, that voice pick up in there. It's like, there's something there. Like, I can't, mm-hmm. I cannot definitively say that it's not there because it is. Yep. Mm-hmm. Especially when it's a voice over multiple, like, waves mm-hmm. of, you know, radio. Yeah. Like, like how you guys have yeah. skeptics that are like, well, that can't be right. It's just the radio. But you get literally like three words or four words come through and it's like it's switching the radio stations. Even yeah. if it was a radio it's wave, you wouldn't like, get it what? over four stations. Five stations a second. Mm-hmm. Maybe, probably more than that, honestly. But like, you know, how are you going to get the same voice on that many stations at the same exact time? Like, that doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why I would, that's this that, that's the only thing that skeptics have ever really like approached me as yeah. like where it's like well how do you say that this is credible and it's like well explain that one and it's like no nobody yeah. have I asked yet has been able to and it's like <laughs> oh cool we're good there then yeah and like doing the SDS method too mm-hmm. that method yeah. fantastic and it's like yes. way more like 
It's it's I don't know how to explain it. It's overwhelming. Like, like trances you a little yeah. bit. Where it's you a sensory like, experience almost. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Definitely is. Even if you don't yeah. wear blindfolds, like you just like go somewhere else. Like you're you don't yeah. remember what you say. Like geez, wife said this really good last week. It's like, probably the closest to meditation I've ever been. <laughs> as weird as it is, where it's like, wow, that's very obscure to like find a meditative state while you're trying to listen to like spirits. But like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like I'll I'll close my eyes when I hear that white noise and I'm listening to the voices come through and it's like I'll 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 start picturing places and like see scenes that I've never been to and it's like hypnotic imagination is real but yeah but like is this like almost like the imagination like showing me what like the rendition of what it's trying to say is like I don't know like I I really don't <laughs> I'd say if you're getting visions at that point um I'd pay attention to that <laughs> yeah cuz I mean yeah the the second to most recent one we did, I was doing the Estes method and I was getting like these visions of like this old farmhouse with like this wraparound porch. And I mean, it, it was on a farmstead that I, I did know that we were on a farmstead, but I was like, it's really weird that I'm like picturing this like so vividly because it's like I, I've really only been to a few like old country homes like that. And it's like didn't look like that that I was picturing. So I, I don't know. It was really odd. I'd say you're probably picking up on maybe somebody else's memory at that point. Yeah, I do definitely think memories like like especially like if you hear like like spirits that you might not think are making sense to you if you're asking questions, but you get like, say, a response where it doesn't make sense. What if that's just an echo? Like literally how time we we are constructing time as we speak where it's like, well, what if it's not in a linear path like we think? What if it's all around us at all times and it's everywhere (laughs) at once? It, it, I don't know. It's just a theory that I've always thought is really interesting. Yeah. We're, we're big on the paranormal theories here on this show. Just so you know, we have so many of them. That leads me <laughs> to my next one. Um, <laughs> Segway. So we have this theory that your brain suppresses paranormal images, basically. So like as you're doing an investigation, you might have our particular or something jarring story that is that we went into this jail cell Mm. at Lincoln County jail. And we felt like this electric energy, right? Almost like like an overwhelming presence. Electric spider webs. I think that's the best description I've heard of it. That's that's the best way to explain it. Electric spider webs just like hit you. And then on the way back, he was dreaming about this exact scenario. And it was like a lucid dream where we were walking and talking the exact same thing. But then we got in front of the cell. I saw what I what I guess you would have thought would have been in there. And it like rushed me. And I woke up when it rushed me. And then we started talking about it for it's been two years now. And it's like, well, what if subconsciously when trauma happens, you bury it? Because that's just it's a trauma response. Like it's it's a natural mm-hmm. response. What happens if if we're on investigations, like say, or like you, you look into a room and you're like, something's off. You might not think anything happened, but then you dream about it or something, you know, like recall, like a memory comes up and you're like, well, that's not how I remember seeing it. But what if how you remembered it or how you dreamed it is actually how it happened? So, like, maybe we did see a big black entity in the jail cell of like a former inmate that was angry and rushed at us. And it's like, well, that could have happened. Like, I I really don't know, because the dream was so real that it's like memory suppression real. Like, oh, weird. From a psychology standpoint, it's totally right. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Especially to like the movie, uh, The Fourth Kind is a really good example of that, where they show actual evidence of her in her therapy sessions when they do the hypnosis. And she's like recalling being abducted 
and starts screaming and knocking over lamps and like basically like like twisting her body to the point to where she's like paralyzed for like the rest of her life because of it. <laughs> yeah. How is that not like buried trauma that really happened? Like how is your brain literally just making that up? I, I don't know. Like that's the thing that puts me over the edge where I'm like, maybe this is a lot more factual than I think. The coping mechanism. It's yeah, it's yeah, it's um bearing things like that as a coping mechanism. People with PTSD do that. <clears throat> you know, people it is a trauma response at that point. Oh, crazy to think. Yeah. Have you guys ever experienced like uh like malicious entities on any re- investigations or maybe even been mm. followed back by anything? Not that, but do you want to one of you want to talk about the Wendigo? <laughs> I do love that Wendigo story because I have one of my own where I'm pretty sure we encountered one. Yeah. 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 We Hold did. We did, a, about- <laughs> we did a private residence house a couple years back where there was very interesting activity in the house and in the woods. A um, lot of <laughs> darkness happened to the family who lived there, like actual things to themselves. Um suicide different things and there was Mm -hmm. things to suggest that what was there was not necessarily human and i didn't believe it until yeah i saw there (laughs) yeah that's crazy yeah i don't i I couldn't see anything but whatever was there was dark and creepy and scary (laughs) yeah i always say too like if you walk into a room and like somebody is like is like that overwhelming presence of just like anger or like oppression or whatnot. Like you feel that. And it's like, you mm-hmm. can 100% feel that bad intention. Like, so mm-hmm. walk into a house where it's filled like that, where it's like, Ooh, that sounds terrifying. It was that heavy. house that seen so much dark darkness and, and just cruelness and it's in different things over the years that it had an energy of itself. Yeah, and the I house mean, look at the Lord behind a Wendigo too. It's it's literally bad medicine. Like it's dark medicine. Mm-hmm. What is? We ended up okay. um, catching oh, some one. EVP of the Wendigo cry. Actually, oh, oh, yeah. Um, I, we also I, got I, a Native American ch- uh, chant. Native, yeah, because I was mm-hmm. hearing wow. like the scream, and I was like, "Do you guys hear that?" They're like, "I don't hear it." And I'm like, "This is the craziest, like guttural." scream i've ever heard in my entire life like what it- no animal i've ever heard oh it was scary it was like bone chilling you know like- the family was at the house and they didn't hear it and they were ha- like what wow. 100 Not yards away far. yeah yeah but we caught it on evp and um yeah it's pretty wild <laughs> that's insane like that's actually insane because like my experience was a little more transient i guess because we like me and my wife went to eden springs and while we were out there we had gotten things on the spirit talker that basically was like, I affect the animals. And then it was like, basically like it was like saying malicious things pretty much all night. And then we heard like this same type of like sound was a guttural, like low growl almost in the woods. And I was like, that's weird. Then we go back up and talk to Deb who runs like the Eden spring volunteer stuff basically. And she was like, well, not anymore, but when she was there, but she was like, yeah, we've been seeing this like black, like large entity kind of roaming around and like, this they don't week. think it's a Wendigo, though. They call they, it an elemental. Yeah, but also they yeah. did just <laughs> uncover Native American remains in the, the like, like uh, from the, one of the storms they had, it washed out some of the, one of the... Weaves was there. Yeah, one of the, what do you call it, like, hills, and they found remains. And it's like, oh, 
that's super interesting. And then while we were walking back, we found a crawfish. And I was like, it's fucking one in the morning. There's a crawfish on this big ass, like, <laughs> you're, I know you hate this, but it's like, it's on this big cement pad where it's like, yeah, it could have gotten there anyway, but it was just weird to see I it. I telling him it was probably a bird. He's that right. picked it up and dropped it. It was weird. But then when I got home the next day, we were on the Spirit Talker app again showing my mother-in-law. And it basically told us to look in the window and then somebody was peeping through my window the morning we got back. And I was like, okay, so now I have more validity that the Spirit Talker app wasn't just bullshitting me and something's happening. And then it also said Skinwalker at my house, which Yikes. Wendigos and Skinwalkers are different, but I was like, it's still Native American and like it's still conceivably like within the realm of possibilities too. And then my wife walked outside one night and she was taking a video of a possum on our porch and she was like, hey, and then it... Riley doesn't think it sounds like it, but he to doesn't me, hunt and he hasn't heard every single he's animal right, in the but woods. it sounds like and she I'm gets 100% possible possum, 100% possum noise. 100%. It sounds like something it was said, Hey, hey, sound like someone saying, hey. <laughs> I'll have to find the video because I don't think we ever released That's, it. He's, sometimes his wife gets a little too excited <laughs> about the paranormal stuff, but, like wants something to happen so true. bad that she mentally makes something happen because ah. you can't do that apparently. it's very possible That's to do enough. it but like but past that even like me and riley had the same dream at another investigation at a native american burial ground of this like almost like dog-like creature like it wasn't like a canine this story i believe it, a lot more yeah it, it's just it was like a very misshapen <laughs> like large black mass of like just like I don't even know how to say it. It's a bad spirit probably is the best way to explain it. Like I wouldn't say dog man because no, but it had an elongated face and it was running through the woods and we had the same dream basically didn't tell each other about it until weeks after. And it, it was like we envisioned the exact same thing basically in the same spots, but like doing a little bit different things. So it's like, what's happening? Like, are we, is this, is this from the spirits of these native american like remains that we've been around or is this just a bad spirit like i have no idea yeah it's See, I, I have a theory about, it's terrifying <laughs> like sometimes people calling things like a skinwalker and stuff because you sometimes you've got to understand what was happening years and years and years ago before like it was documented in books and everything yeah like native americans when they would go to war like they would dress up in animal like clothing and like you know mm -hmm. wear am animal pelts and yeah. like be big and ferocious right like that was their look and like you're say you're on a land this warrior right because they would have been a warrior that literally killed other human beings for honor protection yeah survival like all those things that you're most likely and you're not encountering like a wendingo or it's but Kid probably Walker, the spirit of the warrior you're right? Encountering right. the yeah. spirit of some type of Native American warrior. I'd believe that. Suited. Night marchers, most likely, too. they would probably would have died in battle. Like, right. Yeah, I mean, it was a glorious way to die. Yeah, it definitely was. But that's just my. I think that's why it's important. It. Yeah, I think it's important to learn the history of where you're investigating too, so that way, oh, when yeah. you have those experiences or people have claims, you can substantiate them with something that's, you know understandable we had an investigation at a home a couple year or two ago where a child was seeing what they thought was uh i don't remember how they oh. described them like mean soldiers and it turned out their father was a fireman and was 
had this, his equipment was hanging nearby and he had his stuff and he was, they, we believe he was seeing like residual energy of some sort of the firemen with the suits and everything on. That's so cool. Interesting. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like the, uh, I watched a ghost adventures video last night or not a video. I'm one of their earlier investigations of when they went to, it was like some of the, the mines out in Arizona, but they caught to vulture mines. Yeah. And it's like, they caught what looked like a headlamp, like on the fleer, like walking around. It's like, I believe that stuff 100% where it doesn't have to be like a full body or anything like that. But you, you explain that one to me, you know what I mean? Like a residual. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, like that, it fits like, yeah, you would wear a headlamp down in a mine like that. Just like how you would see what you saw. It's like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. I definitely recommend that place. If you ever are in Arizona, go places to the really Vulture cool. Mine. It's freaking cool. I'll have to check that out. Speaking <laughs> of Vulture Mine, what would your guys' like dream location be? If you could just go anywhere, yeah, full access, like like nothing's too taboo or off the table at mm. this point. Like anywhere. It's a tough one. Isn't it though? Yeah. I, me and Riley have a couple of opinions, and it's like mine's a little yeah, more it's all kinds of things going through my mind right now. Uh huh. <laughs> I want to go visit Scotland. I feel like there's a lot of history in Scotland. I'd like to go. Anything visit Scotland, there. Ireland? I yeah. Feel like we don't. Yeah. See I want to travel. There. Yeah. Because yeah. it's normal. I think the they're just there's so many things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The catacombs. All the catacombs. Definitely the catacombs. The catacombs. Yeah. 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 Just. I'd love to go back to New Orleans and investigate anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plavaglia yeah. Island. Where's that? Yes, that would be fun. In Italy and Venice. Okay. Just outside of Venice. It was okay. so it per per square inch on that like island, and it's not huge. They say that there are, I think, ten bodies per like square foot or whatever. Wow. Where it's like they used to dump like all the remains and the ashes and stuff of people that had TB. And then they also put a sanatorium on it at one point. And not, then it's a mass TB, grave. The black, the black plague too. Yeah. So like the whole Island is basically the Island of death is what they call it. Right. I think basically, that's what they call yeah. it. And then after like a century passed or whatever, and some doctor bought the Island and put a sane asylum on it basically. And then treated the patients terribly. Like super evil lobotomies like electric yeah, shock therapy like all, all of that it stuff. so it's like that place is just it's charged but i was always on that like i would love to do a respectful like investigation of say like auschwitz or birkenau just to see if i could help a spirit move on if they're like lost right. or something which right. it would also be interesting just because it's like maybe they're just crying out to be heard like the story it's there like it's a terrible one for sure but it's like you really want that to die off in history so it repeats itself probably not or like pompeii how it was just frozen in time i feel like that would be super cool to do too yeah yeah island of dolls i think would be awesome too oh dolls are fucking scary they are but that would be so cool like the last video I the saw, there, spiders, the, yeah, though? the spiders like, were the size uh, of my fucking hand, like, and the dolls were moving their heads, might staring have to bring at me. A torch with us, because yeah. that would be terrifying, but it would be <laughs> awesome experience. It would be, cool. It'd be crazy. 
I mean, we're talking spiders like bigger than her head. Like yeah. we've been inside of a doll's eye, and you're just like looking at this doll, and then a spider comes. Not nah, nope. So how do you guys feel about like outside investigations? Like, would you would you prefer doing inside ones compared to say like cemeteries or things like that, or is it like I'll do what I can, <laughs> whatever you can. yeah, whatever. Yeah, I, like, I would do like anything. Cemeteries. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I honestly, I think me and Riley's favorite are to do cemeteries because it's favorite. like it seems like it's the most concentrated. Where it's like, where do you, where are you gonna go to like get the best energy source? I don't know. Find a battery. Where is the best battery gonna be? Probably where a lot of spirits were laid to rest. So if they're still like wandering around, they're like, yo. And on top of that, you that's me. All the history that happened on that land before the cemetery. True. Right. Right. Yeah, a lot of times they were like. In the legitimately farmsteads or like town that yeah. used to be there years right. ago and it's on any map or history like we just don't know or grand haven's a great example like nobody really understands the fact that all of the main stripping in grand haven was probably haunted because that was a mass grave for a long time yeah all of central park was a central park was the original cemetery of grand haven yeah and they opened lake forest and they moved a majority of the bodies and didn't put them in their own graves. They dug they a just giant hole. Threw them in there. And just put them all in there. And wow. then shortly after that, there was a tuberculosis outbreak. And I think like 800 kids died in Grand Haven of TB. And they just dumped them and in a giant the, pit. The boat uh, crash off the pier, too, where like 200 people died in like the sinking of, I forgot the ship was named, but like then they didn't even have enough places to put the body. So they put them in the train depot that's right there. Oh it's like, God. yeah, you go to like nice little Grand Haven. It's so quaint and nice, but it's like, I bet you 100% you walk around there like three but in the morning and you'll that's get also like just echoes. how life was back in True. the 1800s. And like, that's everywhere. Was. That's the crazy part. That's probably everywhere. And we don't, mm-hmm. that's, the, that's the bad part about Muskegon and like the Michigan west side of Michigan. I probably could generally say that whole area. There's not a ton of records. I know a lot of places that like they had fires and they lost all of the material that was from like the 1950s and back. And it's like, man, that's tragic. Like, there is a lot of good documented history, but there's a lot of forgotten history in Michigan for sure. There's towns that, like Pier Cheney. Have you ever heard of Pier Cheney? The yep. Town, I think a sickness came through because they said a witch cursed it. And it's basically everyone gone. in the town died except, I think, like eight people or something like that. It's just yeah. a go. No. And now it just doesn't even exist. Like, there's no really much. There's nothing there. Mm-hmm. It's just wow. a. There's a cemetery, and that's but about it. I would definitely believe that if people lived there and they had died there, that if if the greater prevailing theory is real, that spirits are kind of anchored to like places that they resided a lot or that they enjoyed, or places like like the stone tape theory. It's like, hmm, okay. Well, then you can't tell me that these abandoned places aren't going to have activity if that prevailing theory is real. Which I, I don't know at this point because we've had like contradictory stuff of a spirit telling us that they're transient and that they can come and go from the afterlife into this realm if they want to. So it's like, mm, shoot, now what do I think? Yeah. That's coming up in our next video. Have you guys ever had any <laughs> encounters like that where it's like you guys are physically talking to an intel- intellectual person that is in the room with you and it's like, I can't believe this right now. I would say we've had some experiences where we're definitely talking to something that is intelligent and communicating back. Um, and I think that we have spoken to spirits in the past that are not, I don't know how you say it, earthbound. They are right. 
They're like, what's the difference between a spirit and a ghost? Yeah. Is a spirit able to go back and forth and communicate, or is it a ghost stuck here? Or like, I, a, I, I still I, my opinion And I don't have an anchor tying me anywhere, and I can go where I want. I'm going to the edge of space if there is an edge of space. <laughs> like I need to, know, I need to know all of these crazy things. And that's the other question. Like, do you do you get to like do you get privy to all the information that's everywhere in the universe as soon as you die? That's what I. Do you just all of a sudden know everything. Really want to know? Like, <laughs> oh, I, yeah. Is it just like snap? There it is. Death is an ascension. You become one, dude. That that's that is all at that point. You be yeah. I mean, I'm back to m my mother, which is the the whole cosmos dust. Yeah. <laughs> like my main mother. Mm-hmm. I know. I'd say I don't know. question too because I communicate with dead people. So <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> the other theory too is like, are we like bioengineered by aliens? Like, is that why like <laughs> nobody's saying shit? Is it because actually we're just science experiments? Oh, or no? <laughs> the world is just a simulation. I think Sasquatch is an alien. That's probably why we don't see remains or like see him very often. Is because he he literally is like seen, but it's. We're only seeing the intelligent alien that's hairy and looks like a primate leave because he's going back to his ship or wherever he's hiding because it's <laughs> way different than what we actually think. We didn't see him in the woods because he was already beamed back up. Yeah, he beamed up, Scotty. <laughs> 100%. I mean, it, it's not that out of the realm of possibility, if you ask me, though. Where it's like aliens are wild. We don't really know what they look like. People tell me that there's reptiles. Um, that there's did you birds. see what just came out from Mexico today? Yes. Oh, I did. that yeah, the, like the, no. the, the, the yesterday. That was wild. Uh, entombed aliens like specimen they have that's supposed that to be like a thousand years old. Yeah, it's bizarre for sure, but I don't I, know. I, yeah, they look kind of hokey to me personally. Yeah, I would like it's plaster. Really good plaster effect. Really good plaster. <laughs> it looks like a paper mache. Yeah, yeah, but then again, like if it's a thousand year old, like I, I, uh -huh. they say they came from diatoms or something like that. They were found in diatoms. Um, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> so it's like um, little tiny microscopic organisms. Um, uh, oh, okay. So. But even, I don't know, it's, it's pretty wild. Oh, if you oh, haven't seen yeah. this yet. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. The, what they say, which I mean, if we're talking little gray men, there you go. Uh, extra. That but looks like, like something from like every old movie I've ever seen about aliens. And yeah, the only yeah. weird thing I have to say about it, that kind of looks like the thing that used to taunt me in my dreams a lot. Which is kind That's, of that is kind of creepy. super creepy. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it looks when like I thought e. I was like, oh, it does kind of look like ET. Actually, what um, if ET like, was just softening okay. us up for this? Like the real, like, hey, aliens are real. That's actually what ET looked like, and this is actually ET. Yeah, that's wild. Are they going to carbon dating or anything on this? Or they, they did. It was a thousand years old, like that. Yeah. Yeah. I hope I look that good old. for a thousand years old. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's it's in good shape. <laughs> like, right. Being a thousand years old, I just don't know how, how legitimate it is. It's well just like, the, like these um, megalodon sightings and stuff. Like, I really oh, want to believe, believe it's the TikTok megalodon. I don't know. I definitely what? think people are trying to go viral. But like, I do believe megalodons might be real. But I don't think we're saying definitely them. were real. I don't think that we're seeing them, though, like not yet. I think they're way below what we're actually able to like depth wise, like like go to. And they're probably feeding on all of the life that's down there because who knows? It's probably teeming with life down there. 
You mean like Megalodon that exists today? Like there's so or- much. Yeah, if there is, like, because I don't, I don't know if I believe the videos that I see online of these no. megalodons that they catch no. on or the surface or things like or that. Dragons. But or I would put my money on like deep in like the oceans of Antarctica or like in the Marianas Trench, where we just can't physically get deep see, enough to I think see down there. Cool. Maybe, but then again, like it's five times, it's five times the size. True, but it's five times the size of normal animals that probably are able to traverse those Which depths anyway they need a lot of warmth what if it's like low. a giant fucking heater because it's like giant predator i don't know no. mammals <laughs> well have you guys ever seen that video of i think it's like a video or a picture of like that really long squid that they found like it was kind of creepy like it has was really it in alaska i can't remember it- what I, I might have seen it. Something that was really bizarre looking. Um, there have been a lot more giant squid actually found, like legitimate mm-hmm. giant squid that people thought weren't real for years, that more of yeah. them are coming up and more of them being spotted. <laughs> the video of the one that went across the road, everybody's like, that's so fake. No, come to find out, that's a real fucking thing, and they really fucking do that. And it's <laughs> yeah. really fucking sketchy, because that's <laughs> massive. <laughs> yeah. Well, the ocean's like a whole nother realm of unexplored that I mean, right. there's so much to it we have no idea about. If I wasn't a paranormal investigator, that's what I probably want to do. <laughs> have you seen I don't the theories that that's where aliens are coming from? They're here in <laughs> Hollow Earth. Yeah, Hollow there's Earth. a lot of theories that, that's, that the aliens are coming from the ocean. So the sighting yeah, that I've that. near water, typically, mm-hmm. anytime I've ever sighted them, um, it's by the Lake Michigan. Yeah, that's we we always ask all of our friends that like we talk to now everywhere and they're like, I've never seen a UFO. And it's like me and Riley have seen, I feel like multiple at this point. And it's almost to me because of our water, it's because present, of the yeah. clean water, because of all the oceans like that's probably why if aliens are coming here, which I don't think everything that we see on on these UFOs or UAP things are aliens. I think we see a very, very, very small glimpse of a few here or there, but we have the resources that probably other planets don't. Like it would make sense to me. The lake's like a battery for them, I would think. Yeah. Same with spirits. Like water and spirits are like they they're conductors. Like they go hand in hand. Right. Yep. Yeah. Have you ever been to a uh, mouth cemetery? Yes. Oh yeah. We love, love mouth. That place. We love yes. That place. Do you guys have crazy experiences there too? Yep. We have a few experiences. We've seen things moving through the trees. Um, we've had weird people. People, well, yes, but <laughs> just peer out of nowhere talking to you in the middle of a cemetery in the middle of the night. Yeah, and you're like wearing no bro, shoes. What's up? That was- Where did you come from? <laughs> so she had a huge oh dog, God. and she's got the dog on a leash, and she's it's dark as dark. She's not wearing shoes, and she just like ran to us out of nowhere. There's sticks and. I don't know how she made it there without falling, stubbing a toe. I'm still dumbfounded by what happened. Like all of a sudden, she's just those calluses. And we all remember her looking different. Yes, every one of us that was there describe her different hair, different clothes, different dog. It's that's that's one of the weirdest things I've ever experienced. It was weird. Really weird, actually. And it's not, and it's like you guys experienced the same exact time. Like it's not like anything was different, right? How you guys right. interpreted it, which tells me like there might be something there. Like, that's it, yeah. really weird. 
It was really The only weird. difference was our location to each other. Like I was at the front and everyone else was kind of behind us. So we had a little bit different view. She, I had a light, she didn't. So there was the light thing, but like for her hair color to be different, her clothing to be different, us to describe yeah. a different dog. Yeah, well, yeah. it's not like she was shining you, so it's like, like when you. No, I was shining her. She was coming at me yeah, in the it's dark. Not like you're like doing the whole flashlight standoff where it's like I can't see your face. Like, what's up, man? I don't know if you're mad or if you're yeah. happy. I can't say. I don't know. <laughs> we yeah, we didn't know. She came running at us. My dumb self got in the front with a flashlight, and everybody else stands behind me. <laughs> afterwards, I'm like, I'm why the- did I do that? <laughs> What did she say, though? Like, was she, like, friendly at least? Or was she, like, you gotta leave? She was very perky. Like, very, very perky and friendly. Yeah, and know was... what we were doing. And she's like, well, have a good night. A lot of people here at night. And I live around the corner. And then she just kind of, like, frolicked away. What? But she wanted she wanted to know our names. And she... Yeah. And then she so started guessing... The wrong name. Yeah, she started guessing yeah, names. And it was really weird. What? We haven't had that type of encounter yet. Usually when we run into people at cemeteries or whatnot, they're like, whoa, what are you guys doing? Have you caught anything? We've had that too. Yeah, we've had that, yo. Are you guys investigating? (laughs) And it's every time too. And it's like, we've met three different like groups of people now. And like two of them were other paranormal investigation groups. It's like, sweet. That's awesome. <laughs> and then the last time, like, they were just like, we live over there. And I think my uncle was murdered. And then we yeah, got really happened. crazy evidence that his uncle was in the cemetery with us. It's like, oh, wow. You just made this video even more crazy, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's in the haunted Indian burial ground. Yeah, that yeah. place is really that- cool. Like, it's in Ludington, I'm pretty sure, right? Custer, yeah. actually. Custer, yeah, it's the Custer Riverside Cemetery. That's yep. what it's called. Yeah, that place is, actually, is a good place to check it's out. It's three cemeteries in one. It's huge. Okay. We had a lot of activity yeah. in the lighthouse keepers um family's burial area mouth. Yeah. In the back there. Was that was say, really what, good. Uh, what's his name? Um oh god. Johnson, I mean, Johnson, right? And that's I his last name. It's William. So. Yeah, William Johnson. It's something like that. But yeah, he was the lighthouse keeper for like 80 years. Yes. And then his family I've all lived there, like, mold of them. We had a yep. lot of activity um, We've there. We've a lot of children, children stuff there quite often. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We had the spirit box, not spirit box, the mu- uh, music box went off many times, like during, mm-hmm. on a path that there was nothing crossing. Do you guys have like a millimeter or anything like that where you can see yeah. like dust spikes? Did it any any time did it spike crazy high there for you guys? Yep. yep. I think the millimeter was like the thing going off at his gravesite. Really? While we were we were in the back a little bit past where the pump for the well is right there. And like we yep. were walking towards the back of the cemetery towards the right side of it. And like we got this jump on the milligauss where it was like 300. And like when I looked it up later, it was like the equivalent to what a nuclear bomb like would create an energy like spike. Oh, like wow. that. And I was like, what the hell? Like <laughs> we're in we're in a cemetery and it's literally overgrown and wooded. It's there's no mm-hmm. power lines here. We've also yeah. had nights there where nothing happens yeah. at all. Right. Like nothing. It's, like it's really strange. On box that are inconclusive, and then that's it. But then other nights it's like we'll catch spirit like figures in we've pictures. We've two apparitions. There yeah. On- oh, very cool. Yeah. We caught a yeah. like we saw a shadow, a shadow person there. Yep. 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 We have we caught that on 
like his wife took three photos where it moves across the screen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's like the other photo is like a woman in like a Victorian style dress. It's like long and flowing. And you can see like if they were holding their hands kind of like open like that. And it's like, whoa. Like there's detail to that. Like I don't think that's just matrixing or like that's it's, like a bush. It's a wild cemetery for sure. Yeah, I love mouth. Like that's that is probably my favorite place to investigate. Nunica, but we've done it a lot. Nunica as well. Love Nunica Cemetery. That place mm. is always a. Blast. I just wish the car dealerships wasn't there. Yeah, if the car dealership wasn't there, it'd be even more spooky. The light saturation it doesn't kill it, but like it used to be a lot cooler. And I'm sure you guys were there before they really put the infrastructure all around it. And then the extra highway that went in. It's like man. This place used to be quiet and dark. Now it's a little bit less. Mm-hmm. Yep. Have you guys ever tried to do like the Ada Witch or anything like that? No, we no. haven't. We haven't been up there yet. We didn't have any luck when we went. I saw an apparition there in high school. But yeah, so I don't. Did I don't you? believe that it's not like active but i also have heard stories where it contradicts like what is actually oh, there oh, it's so- i've heard i've heard mixed stories about that one mm-hmm. yeah and like when we went there we it was <laughs> it was a really funny story to this actually so it was when we first started doing our investigations like for real and we were really scared that we were going to get in trouble by like the police showing up or something so we we're like how do we get in here like i think the gates are closed so we gotta we gotta get in here somehow because we came all this way well, we ran through the woods and decided to jump the fence. Come to find out the gate was open and nobody <laughs> and not at any point not have we car came down the road not only that, area. every other investigation that we've done where it's like a cemetery, nobody is really that mad that you're in there being respectful. Like our friend Chase, who is actually a police officer now, but prior to this was not, got pulled over and the cop was like, what's all that stuff? And he was like, oh, this is my paranormal equipment. And then the cop and him sat there for like a half an hour talking about it. And he was like, cool, guys. The, even, the cop forgot the right even a ticket. It was just like, have a good day. And, <laughs> and, and it's like, at this point, I, I don't believe now, that. too, because Chase is now a police officer. Yeah. So. Yeah. So it's it's funny where it's like you come from the be- like humble beginnings like that, where it's like I used to have to like jump fences and I was terribly afraid of places. But now it's like, all right, I really want to see if if this whole like legend and lore from these like childhood stories or these high school like crazy stories that i heard are real and it's like oh don't ruin my my hopes and dreams just yet like maybe but yeah it, the ada witch one to me was the one that was like i don't know every other one that i've heard like is pretty credible but that one was eh. what do you guys think about the melon heads super creepy yeah that's super creepy yeah, don't know I'm a lot sure about them. Do they do do investigations at Pell Mansion. I just, I have no idea though, like a lot of the history, other than like the crazy stuff where it's like these kids that were part of like Project uh, Indigo or whatever from M, whatever the MK Ultra. MK Ultra, yeah. We're <laughs> like, like trying to make them superhumans and now they have like the, um, wow, I can't think of words today. Like the melon head effect, <laughs> you know, and it's like, then they let them go into the woods. Now they're like haunting the place, trying to kill people like, oh, whoa, let's back up here. Like maybe something weird did happen. But like, I don't know. That story's wild. Has felt mount, mount uh, geez, I can't talk now. It's, Has felt mansion started uh, investigations again? 
I'm pretty sure that I saw like on a post recently that Felt Mansion was doing investigations again. At least okay. from public, public tours. Yeah, at least tours or whatever. Oh. Like they're starting to like reopen it again to like get your dates or whatever. Because okay. I don't remember whose social media I saw it on because it wasn't mine. Somebody else's phone was like, hey, check this out. I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> like 15 seconds I looked at it, I was like, sick. <laughs> oh, no, we were literally earlier. just talking about Homie a little while ago about how the Spirit Talker app is complete truth and it's definitely usable for every investigation because once you get that bitch going off and it's telling you things, there's no going back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But man, that Felt Mansion to me is just such an enigma because it's like, it really could be haunted, but like, what is the actual story? Like, I want to know the truth. That's the hardest part is finding out right. the truth about a lot of these places. I really want to go there, but then I, you know, I was planning on going there, but then they, you know, said, don't, we're, we don't do that anymore. So, really? Yeah. That's but like the Silver Sides. The Silver Sides used to be super cool about it. And they were like, yeah, you guys can come out here. They let our good friend Danny do it. And then once the, the new director the, came the over, the old director of the Queen Mary. Yeah, came over from the Queen it's Mary. now the director of the SS Silversides. And if you know anything about the Queen Mary, for it's a long haunted. time, they stopped doing paranormal investigations there. And that's because this guy took over as the director of... That's too bad. Yeah, and he said, <laughs> poo-poo. Yeah. Which, I mean, well, I get it. Like, the reason he gave we're us... We're not hating on the guy. He has valid The reason reasons. he gave us was actually completely valid. Because he was like, we don't want to scare any, like, the Boy Scout troops away that do spend yeah. nights on this place. Well, I, I was told that... We can do them as long as we don't say that we're going on there. They gave us complete right. shams then. Baloney. <laughs> yeah, and I wouldn't want to yeah. put a video without mm. telling people. I would just I'm love at. to. Right, do yeah, you, you wouldn't be able to put a video out, yeah. I like, yeah, where it's yeah. like, man, I love having the stories, but, like, the credible evidence is really where I live. Because it's like, I right. love the tangible stuff. Because I stories are 100% factual, and I... I believe everybody that's come on here and told me their stories because I don't think anybody ever has come on here has given any reason to lie about any of this. Right. But, like when you can go, hey, check this out. It's like, oh, my like <laughs> my little boy brain goes right back <laughs> into like, <laughs> yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like the child in me is like, dude, I learned with visual aids and this is the best thing at my adult age. <laughs> you know, Fuck you. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Dude, words have been hard today. It's the coffee. <laughs> you. right. She's all jacked up on caffeine. Dude. It's the coffee out of a shaker bottle. That's what's doing it. It's really got me fucked up today. That's funny. But shoot. I mean, have you guys like, would you say on most of your investigations that you've caught evidence or has it been like here and there where it's like, we'll get a run of like a week where, you know, like it seems like every investigation that we've gone on this month has been active, but then the next month, nothing happens for any of the mm -hmm. investigations. It goes in streaks. Yeah. yeah. We always I'd like to say so. waves where it's like the wave yeah. will crash. Waves. That's good. Yep. Back. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Waves is like, accurate. Stuff at every location. <laughs> Sandra, your grandpa, like the pop-up yeah, at every to follow us around. <laughs> <laughs> I have to sometimes uh, go, grandpa, move over so we can go sit here and talk. <laughs> yeah. We'll get like the name Genevieve. <laughs> like multiple times on different locations on investigations. And that's like my wife's like great grandma. And it's like, okay. I don't know if it just happened chance, but like, that's pretty interesting. Maybe she's like, yeah, Yo, you guys got to stay away from them. Cause they're doing right. <laughs> like they're doing right. good in the world. Yeah. She's protecting. Right. It's not like Genevieve's a common name. So it's not something that's popping no, up every time you yeah. go anywhere. It's yeah. 
<laughs> and I've yeah, had I've had to send crazy. my mother-in-law home a few times. Yes. <laughs> really? <laughs> I love that. Yeah, see, so I'm, I'm believing attachments more and more, especially since mm-hmm. like we the this investigation that we have coming out is crazy. Like, Mid October is really gonna prove like how intelligent and like the spirits can like really actually follow you around, like yeah. legitimately follow you. And it's it, it opened up my eyes because for a long time I didn't wasn't so sure on attachments. Yeah, I was like, I don't know about being affected. I don't know how like because on Ghost Adventures, I I, I think I love ragging on it. I love the show, yeah, but like they play it up so much. I think it was a lot so of much. to do with the, the TV stuff. But yeah. then, you know, having this platform and having so many people come on here and tell their testimonies of attachments. And then experiencing it too. And then, you know, seeing a lot of their videos and like having the same evidence come up over and over again relating to this attachment that mm-hmm. they have. It's just like, okay, now I'm like really starting to like, I got a lot more belief in it than I did. And like, we got attachment at Nunica and it was right after another investigation where we believed that like at the Asher Walton house, that Asher Walton himself basically told a bad entity that was there to like leave, like get out. And he wasn't talking to us. And it's like, Oh shit. Like maybe there is some like real legitimate. See here where like, I just wanted to look past it. Cause I, I don't have the answers. I wish I did, but mm-hmm. I mean, if the shoe's fitting, like, I don't want to say that it's completely, right. like, right, but it's hard to and say that it's not. This is, like, I don't really believe we have an attachment. I think we have something. Comes and goes. That, I would say like, that. It, it I would is say an that. attachment, but, like, it isn't, like, in my house haunting that place up. You know no, it's I mean? almost like it goes it between us sometimes. Yeah, visitor. Where I, exactly, like, mm. I, it waits for me to open the door for it. It's like, you know. Like the bad thoughts seep in and then it's like bad luck streaks happen. And then it's like, oh man, corrupted data. Like that hasn't happened in a long time. Like what the fuck is going on? And then it's like, you'll go on an investigation and then you'll get something that says attachment or you'll get like this weird dark feeling. And it's like, hmm. And then it'll go away for a week and you'll have a great week and everything's going awesome. And like numbers are skyrocketing. And you're like, sweet. When's it all going to fuck up again? Hold on. Like, is it coming back around? Are we good now? Like, I don't know. That's, I mean, that's how it's felt for me at least. So. We've had a ton of private residence cases done where the the client has had something with them every place they've lived, and it'll ebb and flow on the number of the amount of activity. When things are happening in their life, they might escalate, and it go. I mean, there's there's we've had enough experiences to know that some people it's not location based; it's something with them. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's wild to me. It's like, that's heavy. Like too. I said, like this whole attachment thing is like for it's a pretty long time. New. I honestly thought it was like a like producer TV. Yeah, boy it's like just make it up right now. It was kind of just like pushed out there. And then, you know, you see like all the YouTube investigators start talking about it. And I was like, come on, like there's no way. Like, I'm not like asking for it, but like now that we both experienced some weird stuff like that, it's like, yeah. Okay. Okay. And do mm-hmm. you guys ask? Spirits not to follow you home because that's something we yes. do not do. We do a terrible yeah. job. Yep. Protection is key. Yes. Doing both. You have to. Because they will laugh. When I leave I the place and before I go home, I'm like, this is your last chance. Get out the car. You're not coming with me. <laughs> right. But, but like, I, like, I, to me, it's like, yes, I believe that probably does help. But like, if a spirit's like, if it wants to, yeah, like, I feel like it's going to be like, I don't fucking care. Intention is everything. Like, I'm, that's true that's true manifesting is real too so yeah. it's like like the soul slender man thing like that it was setting, made setting up your boundaries like, 
That yeah, that's a good point too. Having a boundary, especially where it's mm-hmm. like provoking, I don't always believe in, but I think there's a way to do it where it's not malicious. But if you're being malicious to a spirit, like, yeah. oh yeah, you're inviting something bad. Yeah. Like I, I don't think that there's any question about that because you're pushing a button that's like normal. Like, say we're just having a conversation, and I start getting really offensive. You're gonna get offended. You're gonna come back at me with something that's like, hey. Like probably I'm triggered now. I'm going to say something to you. That's probably a little bit more up on that, like anger scale. It's like, that's probably the exact same way. Yeah. That's the exact Mm -hmm. same way that it happens when you're speaking to spirits. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I just feel like, like I said, it's such a new thought for me though. Yeah. Because like, I, I, I don't even know if I believe in orbs at the same time. It's like, I want actual evidence that it's actually happening. So like, for me to say that there's an attachment, like I would literally need my house to be going fucking ape shit, cabinets <laughs> open and shit when I'm like not home and like getting the crazy videos. Really, like, I don't believe this. Yeah, like I would need my life to literally be like the internet videos that you see if people say, right. like that. All the doors it. open at once. Yeah, like, like, I mean, I'm yeah. leaving. It's like, I don't believe yeah. it. Oh, <laughs> do you think as like, a parent? Do you think I'll as a paranormal investigator, you're less? You're more likely to believe something or see something and believe it. You see someplace else as opposed to if it happens in your own home. If it happens in your own home, you're like, oh, no, that didn't know that. Nope, that's not happening here. Yeah, yeah, that's me. for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If I see a ghost in my house. I've like, wrote ah, off a few things. Happen, yeah. But if I've seen a ghost at a haunted place, I'm like, oh, my God, I just we had something weird yeah. happen. At my house, we're like, you didn't see house, that? Like, Look away. <laughs> I had yeah, like I had like a this like trifold like um it was like a piece of cardboard from one of the magic gathering boxes that I got and it just like flew off of the shelf that it was on. I've been up there for years. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, oh, we're live. The fuck was that? All right, play it off. It's nothing. Sasquatch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like the air conditioning just came on. That's all it was. Yep. Or we had a rocking chair in my daughter's room start rocking on its own in her. Uh, oh yeah, that's creepy. Camera. And I was like. The air is not on, the heat's not on, and the window's shut. The fuck is happening? Yeah. (laughs) Whenever something ever falls off of something in my house, I always get blamed for it. And it's like, I haven't gone ghost hunting in weeks. Not, I didn't bring anything home, guys. You know, and my boys are... Same way. She's like, don't you dare bring it. Exactly. My husband, it's my like, husband's like, you can go whatever, do whatever you want, but don't bring it home. Yeah, like right now, I've got some weird stuff going on in my house. And it's like, Sarah, what's going on? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, God. It's, it's, it's almost like doubly terrifying knowing that you sleep there, too. Where it's like, every right. night I'm here. I can't go away from this. <laughs> right. <laughs> So I think I'm so brave in a lot of locations that we go to where it's like, I'll be back one day, but like, I ain't seeing you tomorrow. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> but then again, do you do I a really lot of overnights in locations. We try to, or if we're, if we're not staying there, we'll go at say like eight, nine o'clock and then we'll be there till like three, four in the morning where it's like, all right, like my body physically shutting off. Like I wouldn't even be investigating yeah, anywhere. We only had the opportunity to do one real overnight. And that was the Asher Walton house that we did couple months ago yeah and other like the that, other places other like, places we've been kicked out Elo- like eloise i was glad to leave when we were getting kicked out because it was like i can't feel my hands face Uh-oh. feet legs <laughs> yeah eloise was probably one of the most intense places i've ever it's, been it made so me physically ill it made me physically ill that- I can see. 
I can see that. There were people <laughs> at our ghost. That was a that different one. Yeah. Like we had some of the most crazy evidence that we ever caught. At Eloise? Like, yeah, we had a, a rubber duck that we bring on in every investigation. That you guys have probably seen them if you go to Meyer or Walmart and you go into the, the checkout, checkout aisle. Room. Yeah. The ones that oh, if you yeah. click, they'll light up. We just brought one because we were like, let's just bring a trigger object. Why not? It's a duck. Fuck yeah, ducks are cool. We'll call them Quackers or Mr. Quackington or I forgot what we, Waddles. We named Waddles. Mr. Waddles. Mr. Waddles. But we just, we threw them out in the middle of this group of 20 people we were with. Didn't tell any of them we nope. set it down. We were pretty much like, hey, we're going to walk out here. Just don't worry about it. It's us. Set it down there. And then we were like, if you want to make this duck go off, all you have to do is touch it. And like. On command it. Literally. Uh, and for 15 yeah. and minutes then, straight, it was doing it. You can't forget this part of the story because it's also in the video. Right as it lit up, a voice came home over their phasma box mm. that was an old lady, and this was on the uh, dementia, dementia floor. floor. Mm. An old lady said, Ducky. Aww. Oh, wow. Wow. And they, for oh. 24 minutes, they lit it up on command. Yeah. And it's, wow. we've brought this duck to probably every place we go eight to. Eight or nine <laughs> locations now that we've done. And the duck is haunted we've now. never had it go off again. Well, that, I hope it is. That particularly is. Still we at we left it at Eloise for them to play with because they we were like, "Hey, oh, cool. like, we don't want anybody to take this. Where should I put it?" And they were like, "Wherever you can put it." So I put it on like one of the exit signs way up high because I was like, "If it goes off, it's going to be really noticeable for one, and two, nobody's going to steal it." Because a hundred percent, I bet you, we had people from Ghost Hunts USA with us, and uh, like a couple of the other groups, there was like younger people that were not taking it seriously, and I was like. I want to experience this in its glory without 30, 100 people here. Because <laughs> there, I think there was literally about 120 people. Oh, wow. Yeah. They pack them, yeah. yeah and they, yeah. and it the was the first time it was, Kenny and I went, it was like that, yeah. Yeah. And it was fun because we still experienced a lot of stuff. But I really do think that once it's smaller groups, it's 100% different. Because even in the basement, we, me and Riley were standing off the group a little bit and we saw this huge flash of light in this room. We just walked in there. And it was just a cement box room. There's nothing in there. There's no REM pod, no flashlights, nothing. And another guy walked over to us and was like, did you see that? And we're like, motherfucker. <laughs> like, what was that? And it was like 20 minutes in the investigation that we had just started. And it was like a whole night. Everything. I still don't like, know what that was. Or we caught an EVP when they were with the, which I do appreciate how they let them let us use like tools that we probably wouldn't have got the opportunity to use when we started. Like they had the. What was that um, recorder that everybody uses? That's oh my god, the super expensive one, the Panasonic. Like, yeah. yeah, the Panasonic, whatever it is. Yeah, they had one, and, and I got to take it 60. into another room. Yeah, and DR sixty. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I used it, and I was like, "Is there anybody here who wants to communicate with me?" And all of a sudden, you hear, and it was like this, like loudest fuck growl, and it was just like, "I didn't do that." <laughs> like, what was that? And one of the weirdest things I've ever heard, and it was loud too, like to the point to where it was right into the microphone. And I was like, I was standing wow. by myself, and you guys were a whole like almost four building, away. Yeah. yeah, I walked as far as I could away from everybody. So that That's was weird. Cool. And we caught knocks on like the piano that was downstairs in the mess hall because they had that like roped off, and it was that whole place is just active as hell. It's super active. Mm. That place. Uh -huh. I'd love to go back. I'd love to, just not in the winter. What What has been your favorite location that you've ever done it doesn't have to be paranormal yeah either. and it, it, it could can be just, just be like i love this yeah like you just love the place the conjuring house 
Oh, Ooh, that's a heavy one. That's a good one. Is it what they all say it is? Like, is it as crazy as what people make it out to be? Or is it like some people have even told me it feels homey? I enjoyed it. I didn't feel I think I was just scared because of the stories and stuff. Um, yeah, sure. But after being there for a while, I didn't feel scared there anymore. Um, yeah, it did, fight or flight wasn't like hey, fuck out. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, we had some crazy stuff happen there. Um, I went with um, some old friends a couple years ago. Um, yeah, it was really cool. We actually got to um, talk on the phone with Andrea while we were there. Wow. And the whole house came alive and stuff. It was really cool. That's like I recognized her. Oh, yeah. 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 All our equipment, you know, was going off while she was on the Christmas tree mode. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. Pretty cool. cool. I'm jealous. Yeah. (laughs) Not going to (laughs) lie. That's so cool. Yeah. I would say pretty neat. Eloise is one of my favorites. I wish we had a ton of personal experiences the last time we went right. as a smaller group. I wish we would have yeah. picked up more like substantial evidence than we did this time. But it was very like a personal experience heavy. Yeah. yeah. Everyone had like that, strange things happening. Yeah. But we Riley, went on I've a tour a before. Yeah, I saw a shadow there. And, and I, not. <laughs> I forget what floor it is, but it's there's like a table with like a chessboard on it. I remember. I think it's a I think it's the dementia floor. It might even be the floor below. But there's an old man on that floor, and he is a little creep. He pinched t- my wife's butt. He punched, oh, pinched my wife's butt. We came across the creeper, too. Yes. yes. Yeah, okay, so you know exactly what spirit Yes, we got some yes. crazy stuff coming through the spirit box that didn't make any sense. I don't even yeah. I I remember the phrase. But I'm listening to it, and I'm like, I think, I think we're picking up something weird because it was a very obscene phrase yeah where it's like this yeah. is very obscure like radio it was very obscene like, and, and like, we didn't know the, the backstory until later and then we put the pieces together we're like other people yeah. told us what they got and we're like oh we had the creeper yep yep did you guys get in the tub the yes. tubs well this the terms tubs aren't there now yeah they're not there they now rid of them? i was probably one of the last people to lay in yeah. it then that's crazy yeah. that was we, where I, Candy and I got in the tubs when we were there a couple years ago that was cool yeah but yeah, they're downstairs now for the haunted house. Oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like yeah. I after seeing pictures of the people that used to land them and how they put the blanket around their neck and like lay there and it's like either like hot or cold, like whatever your preference was at that point, or the dude that burned himself alive basically from turning it up too hot in there. It's like, wow, this is almost depressing when you like laid down into it. Cause every like I, it to me it was like the darkness just creeped in and just like got yeah. almost overwhelming. And it's like this is weird. Like, I don't know if I believe that, like, it's not my brain doing it, but it's, like, felt weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Either way, you're imagining what somebody else went through when it's deep. It's it's heavy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that's always intrigued me about the place is just the experiences of the people who who were subjected to the place and lived there. Well, look, at it was the largest compound in America. Mm-hmm. Like, it was huge, it was yeah. It was, yeah, it was massive. And there's only six buildings remaining of like the 50 that were. And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's insane. Like, I'm sure there was so much more activity other than just that one building, which is 100% active as hell. Yeah. And there's the tunnels mm-hmm. and all that too. We didn't even get to do the tunnels. Did you guys get to experience that? Nope. Nope. No, they I had it closed think, down. I don't think they let anyone down into the tunnels anymore. Only the big, like, big ones, no. like the big channels. Yeah, 
Yeah. A million subscribers. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, but then again, like, I don't even know if we'd catch anything down there. I mean, granted, they probably did transport bodies here, there from the morgue or wherever they needed to from compound. But like, still, it's like. It's just a long hallway, <laughs> like maybe. But yeah, that was just one place that we didn't get to experience that. I heard that they did open it up for a little while. And it's like, wonder, maybe. See if anybody had an experience that we didn't. But it seems like a lot of the same things that you guys experienced, we did too, which is super mm -hmm. awesome. It's like, yeah, yeah, that's so validating. Yeah, and I mean, that's why. I almost wish there was a database where you could go and see the evidence everybody else has gotten someplace so you can, like, collaborate. There's a million dollar idea. Do you know how hard it is to find some places' locations and, like, get the history and the actual activity that they're having and not having yes. to fly blind in some of these places where it's like, yes. man, if I could just like go to one site, like it's a wiki and it's like, all right, everybody can add their own like forum here. It's like, that would be cool. That's a good idea. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to code. <laughs> I wish <laughs> that sounds like a fucking million dollar idea. Be great. Yes. Hmm. That'd be a really good idea. Find some smart people who know how to do this kind of thing and yeah. talk to him. <laughs> He's on the block. Shoot. That's funny. So, would you guys say that each of you has seen, say, a shadow figure in your own, like, in your own time investigating at any point? Yes. Shadow, yes. Really? I was like, because it's very rare. And like for myself personally, like I just recently had my first encounter with what I what I'm 99 percent positive was a smaller child's apparition. And it was like a black shadow figure moving from room to room at the Asher Walton house. And it was like, okay. oh, like I wonder how realistically like frequent this is because I've had a lot of people tell me no, and I've had a lot of people also be like, actually, yeah, I've had quite a few occurrences like this. So it's always super interesting to me. I just think I think the reason it might be different is everyone has a different like empathic level, like what you were saying, Sarah. Like True. we all have that ability, yeah. but like some people just have it a little more unlocked than others. So like now that you're doing more paranormal stuff and you're connecting with more spirits, like yep. your empathic energy is just mm -hmm. growing more and more and you're able to experience more. You're able to see yeah. more than you were before. Right. And yep. like spirits are able to imprint their emotions and things like that on you. Right. And that kind of leads me to like this question. Have you felt another spirit's emotions, like emotions that you knew were not your own? Like say yes. you were like started crying and you couldn't figure out why, or you were sad yes. or Wait, yeah, go to a location and your mood changes drastically for no reason. Yes. Yeah. There are times when they make, well, what I've been connecting with more since I've been um, dealing more with, um, you know, connecting with um, the deceased is that they'll actually make me feel their death or I'll get an, Ooh, that's... Or I'll get an image of it. Um, yeah. It's intense. <laughs> it's very intense. Yeah. Like there was. And... How do you, how do you like balance that? Like, can you turn it off? Right. Like, <laughs> like, is there an off? Yeah. I, well, as best as I can, I will say um, when we went to Unruly, um, as I found out we were going to have the camera crew with us, one of the camera crew members' grandpa came through and was bugging me constantly. And I was like, girls, like, you got to tell one of the guys, like, their one of their relatives is coming through and I got to tell them something. And I was like that was the first time I've ever not been able to turn it off. 
That's wild. And he was just bugging me and telling me to tell him certain things and tell, you know, tell his mom, yeah. tell his mom this. And, you know, I was able to pick out that his mother was the oldest of only, you know, three other women. Like, you know, there were certain things mm. that it was just like, it's just weird. <laughs> like, how should, yeah. like, I shouldn't rightfully know this, but. He, right. And it had, had been a recent passing, had been. He had just passed a couple months prior to that. Just yeah. Part of that. And it's, and so it's like very heavy using, like, for the, the reasoning guy. either. No, where it's not like you're asking questions. It just it's like if his stuff is just falling out, where it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, how do you know that? Yeah, it she was, hadn't it even was... met the kid yet who had the message That's before. So we just knew that he was going to be joining us. We didn't. But she didn't even know which, which of the of the three people that with That's, us it was at first. That's what I believe right there. And it's like sometimes you see on like the TV shows where it's like. They're literally using deductive reasoning. Like if you ask like a crowd of 30 people, did somebody recently die in your family? One of the 30 most likely did have somebody passed away recently. But like one-on-one interactions like that, it's like, that is so genuine and crazy. I knew who it was when I saw him too. It was like, ah, it's you. (laughs) And it was just one of those Mm -hmm. things where I was like, I know it's you. Gut feeling. Yeah. It's crazy too that like that spirit knew it was going to have an opportunity to like to communicate and it picked you out too. It's like, I know who to talk to. Well, Uh, if you think of it, like I hate to say this, but like an aura, like you probably have like that spiritual aura glowing. Glowing is the best way I can. I like how I said earlier to you, it's like high vibration, like people that high, that are at a higher vibration than others. You can, they walk into a room and you can just see it light up where it's like, I do believe that if everything works on a frequency that we all probably don't know, it most likely is some type of vibration because everything in the world is moving atoms, molecules, everything down the building block. That's why I consider it like, it's like a radio. It's like, um, Mm. you tune the frequency to where you want to, what you want to hear. And it's kind of tuning what the frequency in the channel is. And then sometimes you connect. Yeah. And it it might not be like, I'm tuning it to hear what I want to hear. It's literally like, no, there's literally hoopla. Uh There's a lot of crazy shit going on. That's what we always say, too, is like the spirit box is like, yeah, you will hear radio, but you will 100 percent with definitive like you will, like, know. You will know. You will know when it's when it's not like it's it's hard to miss if it's like mm-hmm. Trump and like, yeah, that's fucking radio. <laughs> but if it's like I'm the devil on Good Friday, somebody's fucking with me. <laughs> like, right. That not happen. <laughs> that's a spear with some personality right there. Sense of humor. And that 100 percent. If like you guys go to Nunica anytime soon, talk to uh, Bond. I think his name is William H. Bond, but we're pretty sure that's who is like the trickster there. And I'm pretty sure he's the guy that was like, I'm the devil at one of our last investigations while you're there. And then even this last time we were there, it seems like he was around and he was like trying to mess with things or like, you know, like play with stuff here or there. It was weird. Like, is it James Bond? It's not James Bond. (laughs) No, because I've seen James before. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I think when we looked it up, it was William. It maybe it, his name, like through time, you know, like they called him a different thing. Because I don't know, sometimes people named William are also called Chuck. I don't know why. <laughs> it's like, there's weird things like that all over the place. But I mean, like we looked it up, and there there was like a history line where you could follow his tree, where he's like serving Civil War. All right, that matched up, like the things. That yeah, because I think it was James. I think it if I remember correctly. There's a there's a whole family plot, I believe, of the Bond. Yeah. And then the 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 headstone it literally just says Bond. So it's like you gotta do some digging. 
I don't know if I'm right or wrong. That's not a person. Joel. But his name was Joel. Joel, 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 that's it. Yes, Joel. I had to go through the notes from that time. (laughs) Yes, Joel. We had to dig. It's not just readily available. (laughs) Right? I had to go to a previous conversation where we talked about it and search. (laughs) (laughs) Joel, that's too. Where it's like he, no, is, I know he has I shown himself a couple times to me. Interesting. Yep. Nice. We got What's a little bit of activity when we went last summer. Oh, I yep. got it. Mm-hmm. So there's a, a crazy story that you might not know about, but it's from Grand Haven. It kind of relates to Lake Forest Cemetery. Uh, it's the story of Frederick H. Holman. And he potentially was America's first serial killer, even predating like H.H. Holmes. And Jack the Ripper, if if like wow. if the time frame matches up. But his his family is said to be buried at Lake Forest, and then he was executed in Indiana. No, but Illinois. Wasn't, Illinois, that's what it was. Different eyed place. <laughs> they're the same, aren't they? Yeah. They're, they're, they're lower than us. We're up here. That's all I know. I don't ever go that south usually. But yeah, so it's like, I almost wonder if spirits are transient. If we could communicate with the first serial killer that I would think, actually, if if everything lines up, which everything that we've read and has actual like history ties to it, he would predate everybody that did do it before him or didn't do it before him because he was a first. <laughs> But it's like, that's interesting. It's like, I didn't know that any of this history is here until one random day we we dug the deepest I think we've ever went on Wiki <laughs> until it was like, oh, who are the most prolific serial killers in Michigan? And then it just so happens that it's like, why does nobody know about this guy? Yeah, there's a book huh. on him called A Forgotten Serial Killer. Mm-hmm. And then you but wonder, like, how much of this is very serial killer? Like first, like how to not like how do I say like re- recorded serial killer. So it right. probably happened a lot right. before him too. So but like in like before in people could put wise. pieces together. Yeah, before yeah. like the first like like article where it's like Jack the Ripper kills again, where it's like I'm pretty sure Homie was strangling women on farms. <laughs> <laughs> like before that happened too, which he we was and he was put to death for it. So it's like wow, ooh, shit, <laughs> interesting. But yeah, that's like that's all the history that's buried around here. No one really knows Mm -hmm. about. I feel like we did an episode on him where we talked about weird all of his history. And I have investigated Lake Forest Cemetery to try and talk to him, but I didn't really get anywhere with it. Didn't really actually ever have any evidence at Lake Forest Cemetery, even though people say that it is haunted by the fairy family. I'm not. Yeah, I never got anything from there either. Guess we're gonna have to try again. Yeah, I've never been yeah, there. That's what we say too. It's like I don't get that discussion. When we go in, <laughs> it week. is a cool cemetery though. Like Forest mm-hmm. is massive. I think it's like the it biggest cemetery I've ever been in. Like, and it gets it even bigger. They just bought five more acres or something. Are they really? Like, oh, wow. Holy hell! They're planning on expanding. I guess. Not wow. Right. I have a hard right. time believing that cemeteries are not haunted. Like me too. I, it just makes so much sense to me that like if you really want to experience something paranormal. Go to cemetery. Right. <laughs> You're probably the amount of emotions that run. I know. It's incre- incredible. It's a lot of times it's it's maybe not even the spirits. It's the emotion of the people mm-hmm. who the visit. That visit. Like, yeah. Create that. Yeah. Amped- like, when I pass, yeah. I don't want to hang out on my gravesite because that. No. Right. Me. No. No. no it's, it's the lit. Create that. 
if I wanted to go to a place where I would hope somebody I cared about came to, I would probably hang out there hoping. Yeah, I'd be like, yo, meet me when you go. And All I right. think that's what it is right. a lot right. of time. Like, so like the legend of Emily at Nunica Cemetery. Yeah. I'll say all the time that she's looking for her parents and that's why she's there. And mm-hmm. she did, no one knows who this Emily yeah. girl is. There she doesn't even there is no child Emily mm. at that cemetery. Right. All, the grave that everyone thinks is hers is an 87-year-old woman. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's like this girl Emily who we believe has told us that she died in a car crash is confused because she knows her parents are dead by now so she's hanging out where she knows that they're buried but can't yeah. even find them I feel like we get a lot of children's spirits at cemeteries yeah, which like, is super unfortunate because that actually seems to be a trend where it's like maybe they are lost sad. and they don't know where to go Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. they probably yeah. are stuck in a loop of you know trying to find comfort which yeah. is mm-hmm. technically you know crossing mm-hmm. over at that point I would think do you think the the living have the ability to like help spirits cross over? Is that even mm-hmm. like totally? I, yeah. I think so. Because we had an experience actually at Eloise, um, <laughs> which is kind of mm-hmm. weird. Where um, yeah, there was um, yeah. a spirit that kind of seemed like they wanted to go, and um, yeah, just kind of um, told them if they wanted to go, they could. Um, at that point yeah i mean like who's to say that if you're not like hey like it's many years past what you think it is and it's like let me let me leave you with this solace like it's okay right you know or like you're being friendly and it's like that's all they needed like Uh, mm -hmm. just a little bit comfort yeah just the little push that's Uh maybe all it needs there's a side of me too as a paranormal investigator it's like you almost don't want to help here because you don't want someone to not have an experience (laughs) You don't want to leave the experience. Like, hold on, tell me everything. (laughs) But at that point, if they're residual, I mean, they're always sadly going to be. They're always going to be there, yeah. Them is able to maybe pass on. I think a lot of spirits get stuck in that kind of like loop. At that point. Like, do you think it could be like that? Like, as terrible as that is, where it's like, do you think if you lived like your most happy day of your life, you're like, I'm living that day for the rest of my life. Like, I can choose in my... I think my death, I can choose whatever I want to do. And I'm going to live this loop because it was the best thing that ever happened to me, which granted, I'm not going to live in Eloise Asylum because it was not the best day that ever happened to me. <laughs> but I mean, it just, it makes me wonder sometimes where it's like, what's the deciding fact where it's like, if these spirits are very transient and then come and go as they please, are they coming back just to be like, I'm checking it out. Why not? Like I can, like I have eternity. And if reincarnation's real, are they scoping out what's happening now? And they're like, all right, I feel like now is the time to jump back in. Like, that's the, that's the craziest part is all these theories could be real. That's the most fun part about that's it. The best part about paranormal mm-hmm. is you don't know. No one has the answer. Right. No one will ever have the answer. Yeah. Yep. That's my There's no part. experts, like right? The internal. <laughs> no. Exactly. There's no experts. We're, we're all, all amateurs. <laughs> we're all expert amateurs. That's what we're <laughs> Do you guys believe in, like, reincarnation or, like, yeah. like, say like a heaven and a hell or like do you think that like say where spirits reside is just the afterlife and there's not like these two crazy drastically different planes of existence and i'm not like yucking nobody's religious yums because like that's everybody is entitled to their own opinion and i'm not hating on it 
think it depends on your consciousness and uh, what your consciousness has been through at that point. Um, mm. My opinion, I guess. Like, um, how have you lived your life is, you know, maybe going to be, you know, uh, that's how your afterlife is going to be. You know, if you spent yeah. your life in pain and anguish, it's like your afterlife is probably going to be that way as well. Yeah, that's probably all you've known. Heaven or- yeah. That's my yeah. opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. Or no, people yeah, we, say like we live in hell now. Like no. we are. <laughs> we always say yeah. you were an asshole in life. You're gonna be a ha- asshole. We say that too. Yep. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Not every cranky old man spirits a demon. It's just a cranky old man. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Thank you so much. It is. Yeah. It is so funny to me that like it's it's definitely people are monsters too. Let's not forget. But like, until <laughs> right. I'm proven wrong, like I'm gonna ride the like that hard fence where it's like I don't know if it's real. I don't know if it's not. If demons are real, then you can prove it to me, and you have credible evidence. I will probably like sway towards that because that's cool. But I really don't have any credible evidence demons yet. Are cool. They, I mean, the story of it is wild, but it's, it's like I'd I'd rather stay skeptical than say no or yes at that point. Uh, yeah, definitely. Open-minded. Yeah. I've never. Yeah an encounter there was um like a dark entity at one of the residential we did one time and mm. find out it, it was somebody who existed in life um who had mental illness and was uh, bipolar yeah. the, the duality within them and that kind of created this darkness um right. that showing itself to the to the house or to the to the person who owned the house yeah so that type of thing but yeah no demons <laughs> yeah i i still to this day it's like i've definitely felt malicious entities but i don't know if i can classify anything as a demon and not only that like some of these growls and things that we're hearing creepy confidential noelle he's jeep love her she she said it rainbow bridge and the fur babies what if we're just seeing like animals or like hearing these like spirits of these animals too because there's nothing saying that you don't get everything that is alive has a spirit i'm probably guessing there's there's only so many things that you can we, tell me that there's not. We have evidence coming up in one of our future videos here where I think this guy who was raising foxes, I believe we caught an EVP of a ghost fox. Nice. That's awesome. That is yeah, so it's like I, I truly believe it. Yeah. We did a home residence one time where there was some weird activity happening. People kept feeling stuff rushing by their legs and the motion detectors are going off in a certain place. And after investigating for a long time, we believe that it was the spirit of a dog. And we brought is like, did you have a dog in the house at some point? Because everything is pointing oh, yeah. towards like it acts like a dog. Like I felt we felt like something like pawing at us. It was very different. Yeah, and it's and like, like, I don't think a dog just passed. That's crazy. Their dog had just passed. And he yeah, they're like, he used to run through here all the time. This was his that was his zone. And that was, that was his track. That yeah. was crazy. When That's I first cool. moved into this house, I didn't have my cat buttons yet. Oh, yeah. Shit. And I had a friend over who knew I'd never owned a cat in my life was over. And I'd went to the bathroom and I came back out and she was like, when did you get a cat? And I was like, what? what are you talking about? I don't have a cat. I've never had a cat. Yeah. She was, dude, I literally just see anyone run into the back room. Like, it just was there, and it ran into the back room. And then, literally, like, two or three days later, I seen the fucking cat myself. (laughs) And and I was like, do I have a ghost cat? And now, I lay my cat balls that I have for paranormal investigating all around my house, so my cat can play with them when I'm not using them. 
And they go off by themselves all yeah. the time now. It's wild. I have I ghost chickens I, in my backyard, in my so anything's possible. Right. <laughs> ghost Are they clucking at you? <laughs> no. I, so when my we first moved in, my son would kept telling us he was seven. Seven, six or seven years old. He kept telling us that there were chickens in the backyard. And we're like, yeah, okay. And he's had lots of different experiences over time. And at first, it's just like, okay, that's pretty cool. And he's like, one day, he's like, no, mom. And he used to make jokes about chickens. It was a big thing for him. So at first, we just kind of played it off as a kid thing. And then one day, he's like, yeah. and he's like, no, mom. They're like, really chickens in our backyard? Are there chickens in our backyard? <laughs> like, I don't know. And it was sometime later... I was going through the Muskegon Informed, not Muskegon Informed, the the, um, the history Facebook page from Muskegon, yeah. and they were posting the history of my the street I live on, and my house used to be a poultry farm. Oh wow! Oh my god! So, <laughs> that's, that's so, so wild. So okay, <laughs> there were ghost chickens. So whatever. Of everything that could get haunted by chickens. <laughs> I guess this is where we're at today. That's, that's really funny, actually. I'm not going to lie. That's so interesting. Yeah. I know uh, growing up, we uh, in my family home, we lived in front of a sawmill. And the sawmill actually burned down probably when I was like, yeah, I had to have been like 15 or so. And then for when I was 15 till I was about 20, I lived there and. I'd go back there every now and again, and it's sometimes you would think you would hear the sound of like that big saw that was as big as you going cutting logs and stuff. And it's like, am I just crazy? I was like, is this echoes of past things happening? No, that's residual like evidence right there. Yeah, like, but I never, I never had put it in like two together until it's like, oh, now I do ghost things <laughs> like that. <moment. laughs> so it's like, that's yeah, cool. like. Things in backyards can definitely be weird. Like, mm-hmm. just one of those things where it's like, just because there's a house on it now or a Walmart now, it doesn't mean that back in the day it wasn't something different, completely different. Right. Exactly. So, true. Yep. so I always say, like, if I ever got the opportunity to investigate a haunted Walmart, you know I'm in there. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what was here before, but like, who's ever investigated Walmart? I've nope, seen I a TikTok. I think it was Paranormal Files. So, like, he put out something about like an actual haunted, like, walmart because it was built on like an old orphanage or That's something so like that oh, and it like so had a wild. flood and like everyone in the flood died and oh my god like they tore it down and built a walmart on top of it years and years later and wow i've always wondered what happens to a spirit like if a horse is done yeah, like the I bar i used to work at where's that ghost is he still hanging out in the parking lot where the bar used to be or where does he know? That's a good question. I, Should I investigate the parking like lot? In there. Yeah, like was Let's it go. In the building or was it the right. building? That's the weird part. Or these roads. Right. Like people will say they, they've investigated Haunted roads. Rose. Like Ghost Bros did a really good investigation and Shout they cost some crazy stuff. Shout out Ghost yeah. Bros. And uh, they did a, like just a random road that I was like, I don't know what, like, what to expect with this. Like I, I would assume that if they're going to make a video that something happened. But then when I watched it, I was like, this is that, weird. That like, actually, this is really weird. It's like an eight-minute video, but the evidence they caught just sitting in their car on this road was actually crazy. Yeah, and then it makes you wonder, like, is it the location or is it the items? Is right. it both? It's probably it both, yeah. but yeah. I, just, I, I need to know. <laughs> the way I think about it, it's kind of like the stone tape theory. Like, you have all these rocks, minerals, and earth, and then Fossil it's fuel. attached to the building, which is also made from elements from the earth like 
all this energy is going to, you know, get released and get trapped. So if the building goes down, all the dust, all the energy from it falling, like it's pushed down or spread out or whatever, like, of course, like, even if something isn't there, like, if there's a spirit attached to, you know, that property or that location, yeah. like, no matter what's there, they're going to haunt it. <laughs> and that's why you might see like a ghost walk through walls because when they were alive, there wasn't a wall there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, true. Or why they look really tall. Maybe the, you know, level of the floor was higher or lower or like, you know, like. Or what if it's time travel stuff? Like. Yeah, that's a whole nother. Like the theory <laughs> of time is always wild because it's like, what if when we see these figures like going through places or like in, in spots that we're like, oh my God, I just saw a figure. Well, yeah, it might have been an apparition of spirit, but who's to say that it's not literally just the overlapping of that time frame on our through. time frame. And yeah, mm -hmm. and it just bled through. And yeah. we just saw it really quick in passing. And yeah, it's paranormal for sure. Like there's no questioning that. But maybe it's different from what we're perceiving it as. Right. Right. Because like I don't know. Like I love to think that it's all spiritual. But also like where's the logic in it? Like there has to be yeah. some type of like like proof that it's like you your spirit does this. Especially like like I always love using this example because the creepy yeah. confidential did their their her podcast is amazing because she did this episode where it was what is this the weight of a soul basically yeah and it was yeah. 21 grams or 23 grams 23, i can't remember I, I think it was 23 too but it's like every time somebody let expired, us know if we're right or wrong yeah 23 grams left somebody's body okay well then what is that is that energy being created is that energy leaving is that what spirits are doing is creating their own energy or is it already here like I was saying, like, is it already just in the gram? 21. Yeah, 21 grams. I read that while I was trying to say it. Like, I don't know. It's like, hmm. It's like your consciousness. I don't know. It, it has energy at that point. I mean, that's yeah. how we eat things, you know? Because yeah. I mean, if, Like, if the laws of, like, like how thermo, like, dynamics and everything work, it's like, we can't physically create energy, like, but is that manifesting? Yeah. Yeah, is the manifesting you of a can. spirit? If you were to rub your hands well, yeah, long enough, but, you can actually create enough friction energy to burn it. Well, true, but it's like I almost wonder though if it's like like ele electricity, probably in in general, because well, that's since what... we're talking about this. Oh God, <laughs> I would so, think that's what spirits are—is electricity. Any of you three ladies been scratched? Um, or seen I, someone get scratched? Or no, you seen, know about yeah. that. Seen, yeah. Okay. I've got bruised before, but that's about it. Ooh, okay. that's interesting. That is interesting. That that seems a little so, more aggressive than what I we have think. The yeah. <laughs> that I've been putting out there for quite a while now. Mostly, I came up with this theory because there was a big trend on YouTube, kind of like there is right now with the demon stuff. But like every creator was getting scratched, right? Mm. And they were saying it was demonic and all of this. Well, we talked about earlier how people are monsters themselves. Like all these places are murderers. You know, like they did terrible things to people, tortured people, whatever. Yeah. Well, what if it's not always something evil? Like, say you you're talking to it. like a little kid, and it's trying to like touch you or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, if a spirit is energy, and they release energy to touch you, like if you think about it this way, if you like, you strip a rub, wire down, if you rub your hands together long enough, to create enough energy to burn yourself. If you put your hand over a candle long enough, it'll burn you. Yeah, because of the energy released in the heat. Same thing if you like do some. Electrical, like electrical burns electrical will look cell, like scratches. Electrical burn can look like a scratch. 
Interesting. So what if the spirit reaching out and touching you is releasing all of this and it's not energy, bad, right? And it's leaving a mark on you because it's releasing so much electrical energy. Like paranormal investigators, everything we do is based off electrical energy. Mm-hmm. EMF detectors, REM pods, spirit box, like yeah. And even with bruising too, I almost wonder if it's like if it's, it's like the manifestation of energy. Like, yeah, it's like squeezes uh-huh. too hard instead of it coming out as like a scratch or like that. It's a bruise. Yeah. It's like I don't know if I can think it's all malicious. Yeah, no, I didn't. I, <laughs> yeah, I didn't feel like it was like a malicious thing like, when it happened. It, yeah. Uh, where the heck did this come from? And it was like too. Yeah, like I didn't walk into a wall, did I? I remember I, that. I just remembered where that happened. It was was two hand marks on both of my wrists where it was like, where did this come from? And I think it was around. There was a lot of heightened things going on for me personally. So a lot of heightened emotion for youth in that spot who were in crisis. Yeah. And that makes you wonder, like, if somebody grabbed, you know, or if like an entity grabbed, it's like, well, we don't know how it how it transfers energy. Like we were just saying, like, what if it's just too heavy at that point and you get bruises, but you don't physically Mm -hmm. feel it? Right. They didn't know the amount of energy it would take to affect somebody, so they put too much into it. And right. yeah, 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 right. I, yeah, exactly. That I hate yeah. to do this, but I have to get to log off, so I will. You are fine. Hi, Sandra. Time to put kids to bed. <laughs> My wife is Bye. graciously doing that for us, so I completely understand. <laughs> My husband's up there trying, but I can hear it's uh, they're fighting back, so. Oh, I always say it's like dealing with a terrorist, right? It's like I don't like yes. negotiating with terrorists. Right, exactly. There are domestic terrorists upstairs right now. <laughs> if I'm security, we're in for a load of trouble right now. Right. Thank you guys. Oh. Bye. Bye. Yeah, we'll see you, Sandra. Man, I just that's the hardest thing though. Is like, do you guys think? That a lot of the times that we see these videos of other people getting like these touches and these scratches, it's most likely probably not what we think it is. Because I I don't want to say like I don't believe people, but I also I'm like, I wonder if we're just misconstruing it because I definitely am. That's where I'm at, where it's like if I'm misrepresenting something and it's coming across wrong, like don't don't be an asshole and put me in my place. Be like, hey, what about this? Oh, I didn't even have that thought. Thank you. Because we misinterpreted a lot all the time <laughs> all the time yeah. and we don't realize it till later in the moment you don't make that connection every time that's the best part of paranormal community is like all everybody that watches this everybody that is watching everybody that's going to watch this later it's just an extra set of eyes where it's like if i missed it or if i looked at it wrong and you saw it differently like tell me like it's not going to hurt my feelings mm-hmm. like we're all yeah. in this together let's figure it out I together think that's like one of my favorite things about putting out videos for people to watch in the paranormal is like Yes, you get the you know validity of people watching your content, but like on top of that, someone's probably going to notice something that you didn't notice. Exactly. That's the funnest part is you go, Oh my gosh, I didn't even know I caught that. Yeah, Yeah. like Snap Reactor pointed out, which we weren't gonna say anything in the video because we were like, we don't definitely we don't know if this is what we think it is. And he pointed out, well looks like a hand come around at the Asher Walton house when the door is jiggling. He's like, looks like a hand comes around the door. And I was like, we looked at that for hours and we were like, I can't definitively say it's a yes me. So I don't want to just point it out and then have everybody say something. But exactly what we wanted to happen happened where somebody pointed it out. And it's like, well, now there's a little more credibility here where if somebody completely different from us editing it 
watched that and saw that, then it's not just our imaginations. Right. Yeah. And I think that's a good strategy to have sometimes too, is if you notice something, don't even point it out and see if other people notice it because if, I love it to be interpreted know, where it's like, leave it up exactly. for interpretation. Like, what yeah. do you think? Mm-hmm. Cause especially like in the moment, sometimes you don't even notice something that's ha- happening right in front of you. Like it could the, you know, as paranormal investigators, we'd load a room with like electronics and all these different devices. You can't keep your eye on all of them. Mm-hmm. No, right. It's impossible. It's still like you'd be facing this way and the cat like six cat balls behind you are just going crazy <laughs> and you have no idea. Yeah, that's it seems to happen a lot too, honestly. Yeah, it's kind of like um there's this I'm trying to remember if it was like a story um about like a burning building and um everybody's viewing the burning building from a different perspective. Well, everybody's yeah. that burning building and recall different details, but they're all looking at the same thing. So it's kind of like you know what that's I mean? A like really, really yeah. Really good picture to paint. Uh-huh. Where it's like you might be on three different sides of it and everybody sees something different yeah. from that side, yeah. but it's all the same thing. Yes. Like, I love mm-hmm. that. Like, uh-huh. that's so elegantly put. I love that. Yeah. I really love that. And I was like, oh, I'm going to use that. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, that's it. It's so funny to me because it's like we all we're all using the same cookie cutter like sheet where it's like we're all just baking different cookies. We're right. like, we might all like like try different ingredients here or there. But like at the end of the day, we're all literally like trying to figure out what the afterlife is and what what is happening like why are we seeing this stuff yes i think my favorite part is like learning stories of people that you never would have ever connected with in your life like obviously they've been gone for you know however many years but like you actually are talking to this person yeah and then they lived so long ago and it's such a different time and right. Like, it's just so cool to me. Like, oh, if the paranormal, you know, is a real thing, which I believe it is. <laughs> if it is, it is. Like, <laughs> the ability to talk like, to the past is like the coolest thing you could possibly ever do, in my opinion. Like, mm-hmm. you know, as someone who, like, you know, went to raves and stuff for so long, and then, like, now this has become, like, my favorite pastime to go do. Like, this yeah. is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, like, so do you, how do you guys uh address spirits like do you walk into places and do you like like hello like i'd like to speak with you or is it like is there somebody here because i've i've found a lot more times that we've been like hey come here like I, can i have a hug like okay. let's let's reason right now i want to hear your story we get way more evidence than it's like is there anybody here right now preach yeah <laughs> like, <"New tricks." laughs> like yeah it just it seems want to be treated at that like point yeah, when you're being reasonable with somebody who I would assume that they probably are like, I'm not, I'm dead, but I'm not dead, you idiot. <laughs> like, I'm here still. Like, I'm a person, but I'm still a person. Dude, don't make me flick you in the eyeball. Pretty much. <laughs> like, that. that's how I've started to approach it. And I feel like we've caught so yeah. much more, like, like, credible stuff. The more, like, it. genuine you are to the spirit, the more they're willing to, like, open up with you and let yeah, you like, experience their respect, energy. Respect, homie. You know? <laughs> and, like, maybe from, like, a median side, you can, like, even elaborate on that more even like i feel like that's where it connect like mediums do, do connect more like, like that connect with people that are more like respectful to them like like a living human would be do you find or so i mean anybody i think could pick up on things at that point um it's you gotta have respect though um at that point like i go into it basically being open-minded not having like a lot of times when we go into places i either have maybe seen pictures and told them what I picked up on, but I like to go in like 
clear with no sort of yeah. any background or anything like that. And then leave it open. Yeah, and then just feel the place out. Wants to communicate because I always go in with the intention of trying to help. Like that's why I do what I do because I feel like the living here need to have a grieving process and the yeah. dead also need to go through their grieving process as well. Yeah, and so, I didn't even think yeah. about that. Like, who's to yeah. say that once you pass on, like, you're still going to be going through grief because it's like, oh, now I can't communicate with people that I was regularly communicating with. And if I can, it's very scarcely. Yes. And I can only watch from afar like a voyeur. And I can't it's like, even well, imagine how, like, like, mostly symbols. It's like, I feel like I'm playing charades most of the time, you know? Yeah. That's what that, it is. Yeah, I never thought about that. Where it's like, I would probably think that I would be pretty like anxious or grief like stricken because I'd be like, what am I supposed to do? Like, I don't have the answer right now. Mm-hmm. Like, Shoot. Now my brain is like racked on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And think about like, if you were a spirit, like how emotional you would be that, that you're not alive. Like the people you're like. Yeah. Or if you seeing. went on like terms that you weren't cool. That's not. Where it's like, yeah, that's it, it. There's unresolved business typically. Um, like a lot of the residentials we've done, a lot of the communication is, you know, um, between the deceased and then the one who's living. And it's like, there's things they need to work out. That's crazy. Have yeah. you guys ever experienced two spirits speaking to each other? And like, Ooh. like Candy. We, yeah. we experienced like, we, we have this something like that actually. So when we were at the Asher Walton house, <laughs> We had, we believe Asher Walton's voice come through, say, do you know, I love you, is what he Aww. said. It was spaced out just a little bit. And then the Spirit Talker app said window, which mm-hmm. is where his wife, Julia, would frequent. The legend of the house is that everyone says that they see Julia's spirit in the Wait, window. Hmm. She died before him, actually, and he oh. lived out his life in the house. Hmm. So we believe he was using our tool to not talk to us, to talk to her, to talk to his wife. Because as soon as we ran over to the window, a woman's voice, we can't make out what she said, came but it was the very feminine. Box. Yeah. Wow. And then right after that, that's when it sounded like the same voice that we believe to be Mr. Asher was like, pretty much told whatever dark entity was with us because on the spirit talker it said reaper and then it was like leave on the spirit box other way around oh yeah, wow I it. yeah it i flipped leave it leave now and then it said reaper yeah and it's like so did we just confirm that homie was talking to his wife he was not he was in the room with us and we heard him come through because it was just picking it up and then when we go over there he sees something in the other realm that we don't see that probably is with us because we're, we've gone to locations where we've gotten things like that before. And uses our voice to either warn us about it and to... In order to ward it off away from his wife, who's most likely standing in front of the window. Because yeah. it, there's no there's no doubt in my mind that that window, too, was the window. Because it was right off of the this beautiful, like, curved staircase right there. It looked mm. right out onto the, like... Like right into down Main Street, and the be- their bedroom was two bedrooms down there, and then the rest yeah. of the rooms up there were like children's rooms and whatnot, and the children would play right there. So it's like all the signs line up a hundred percent do, and it was really interesting to hear it play out the way it did. Yeah, mild. That wasn't something we figured out till after we'd gone through the investigation. Yeah, we started and we digging like, a little deeper every Oh my now. gosh, that the I love you thing means more. Because we thought he was talking to us. Yeah, we're, I was like, I love you. And like, no, that he doesn't no, care it was about us at all. <laughs> oh, wow. He looked right through us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
And it's That's the same cool. that we had a door move and a water bottle get knocked off the counter. So there's no doubt in my oh, mind that cool. that place is active too. Yeah, I love that place. That is such a cool place. Yeah. I tell you what, that is like one of the cleanest places I've ever investigated. Oh my god, we did it barefoot. <laughs> we we walked in there and I was yes. like, let's take our shoes off. And he was yes. like, this is what you want? And I was like, I can be barefoot? And he's like, yeah. And yes. I was like, this is literally a mansion. I'm going barefoot. <laughs> yes, yes, you can go barefoot. It's so cool. Yeah, I was like laying yes. on the beds and I was like kicking my feet yes. up. I was like, dude, I have not been this comfy on investigation in a really long time. Exactly. Like rolling on the floor. And then like the the like objects in the case that they have too. It's like this oh my place gosh. is so interesting. It really is. Like the dolls themselves the are like oh awesome. my gosh. Yeah, we held so the bell witch, witch doll. Cave doll. Like, I can't believe I held so cool. We gave her a little like good luck. <laughs> like don't oh my god. <laughs> But it's just funny. like, what? Where other? What other places are you going to be able to find the history or like crazy stories like that where they just have these yeah. items? Like, yeah, nah, man, like that's so random for it to be there. Right, right. And it, it wildly has a weird connection with our like upcoming future too. That oh we, yeah, we decided to go there, and then shortly after that, I booked a team called POV Paranormal from Ohio, and they're the lead team at the Post Town Elementary School where. <gasps> I love the it. Walton House has a doll from yep. that elementary school. Nice. So it's weird nice. That we booked this place. I booked them. <laughs> They're like, hey, yeah, we're going to go live from the Post Town Elementary <sighs> when we come doll on. room when we come on. And I was like, dude, I'm about to go to the Asher Walton House where one of your dolls is at this yeah, house. It was such That's a wild awesome. event. Nice little synchronous. I love Post Town. <laughs> yeah, I get to actually go to Post Town on October 21st for their paranormal like con that they're doing, that they're having put on there, and I'm so excited because yeah, everybody so. says this place is amazing. So if you plan on going to that, half of what goes bump tonight would be there. I, <laughs> I got bit by one of their skeleton dogs there. No, no shit. I got, they have got a um, Halloween decoration. It's Mm -hmm. a skeleton dog, just a plastic skeleton dog. And it was on um, a glass case in their big, big room. And I've got a picture of its mouth and it was closed. I took a picture of it because it was cute. And its mouth was closed, and I was working on some equipment, like, a couple feet away from it. And I gave up working on the equipment. I sat down, or no, I was working on the equipment, and I was talking to the team, and I got, I could feel, like, a bite mark on my the fat of my elbow. Oh, my God. And I thought, what the heck? And I looked over, I thought, what? And then I looked over, and now its mouth is wide open. I kid you not. Its mouth is wide open. I thought, what? what the fuck? It bit me. And I thought, what? And so I'm thinking, okay. I thought, that's so weird. So I give that's up weird. on equipment. I sit down at the table with the rest of the um, team. And we're uh, doing some EVP work and stuff. Um, about half an hour later, the dog leaps off of the table. <laughs> we were going we were oh facebook God. live at the time we didn't catch it leaping off the table oh. but you can hear it's like scraping on the glass table what? and it like leaps off of the table 
and it lands like four feet away from the table. And one of the oh girls gets up from the table and just walks over, picks it up, and goes and pick, puts it back on the table. <laughs> Nothing happened. It's fine. <laughs> right, exactly. And, and this was her first investigation. What it was just, it was crazy. It scared the living shit out of me because it, it just I made bet. like a huge crashing sound. So I leaped up out of my chair onto the table. Oh my goodness. And yeah, but it bit me. That's insane. It, it, it was, it was That's crazy. So wow. It was, it was so crazy. Yes. Yeah, so I got bit by a plastic dog. You know what even <laughs> makes that more wild is the fact that it's an elementary school. What are kids very, right, exactly. very known to do is fuck around. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> what? Yeah, that was crazy. That's insane. Yeah, so that, that's my story. <laughs> that's that's so. one of the craziest things I've heard in a long time, to be honest. Bit by a plastic yeah. paranormal yeah. puppy. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Before we yeah. wrap up things tonight, I have, Sarah, I know you went. I don't know if you went, Candy. Uh, Paracon in Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Oh, Y'all met Project Fear. What are yes. they? Yes. Are they like everything that I want them to be? <laughs> yes. <laughs> They're uh, amazing. That was yeah. That was like a such an experience. And then like really? right the line um to chat with them. Dakota later was like, "You're back," and I'm like, "I'm back." What? You He's remember back. me? I'm like, "You're." <laughs> Like you've been here. This is your second year, right? I'm like, this is my first year. What? Oh my god! <laughs> That's crazy wow. to have to have homie walk up to you. He knows you. Yeah, yeah. Like, you look really <laughs> familiar, and I'm like, well, okay. Well, you in see, your dreams, you, you kind of look like his sister, just a little bit. Like you know what I mean? Like Chelsea, just a little bit. You look just a little bit. Like I think that's where he's like drawing the parallels from for sure. But it's like that's crazy. And like yeah. I definitely like going to like the smaller cons like that. It's it's awesome to like. Get I wouldn't to, even say that's a small con. Bro. No, that's not like big. not. Oh, I mean seriously. I'm saying like going to Rama. Wasn't it like it was like their thirteenth year or something the, like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yep. like, for all, yeah. Like, what I've experienced like goes to Rama was really small. But it's like, what was it like to get to like? see that many people that are also of the same backgrounds now i guess uh, best it was way. And so like, it's cool. just like mingle with everybody it was life-changing for me just my personal experiences wow that's all i can say about that it was just some of the experience like some of the experiences i had with some of the like minds i met yeah. the, the mediums i talked with um and then my experiences with andrea oh, so cool. life-changing that is so that. cool that's, yeah <laughs> we're going to the one at is it? I think it's Soaring Eagle. Yeah, it's at one of the casinos yeah. in Michigan. It's happening in November. Yep. We're yeah. gonna go to that one. I forget, uh -huh. forget what that one's called. Hey. Oh, We're going network. <laughs> but yeah, we plan on going yeah. to that. It's gonna be freaking awesome. I bet. Say Rick Wade's good. I know he's a medium. He's he's pretty cool. He's good he's, he's nice. He's really nice. I've met a couple times. That's so crazy. What was the farthest that anybody that you guys had met had traveled? Oh, uh, I'm sure people from all over the world come to see these things were, though. I mean, yeah, everybody dealt with like travel issues was the thing. Oh, like, gosh. Yeah. You know, here didn't get there until like what the was like it? noon. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Okay. Nope. Buns is trying to attack a, a moth outside of the window. And it's hilarious. <laughs> That's so cool, though. I mean, like, I, I there at one point in my life, I want to be able to go to one of these big cons like that for sure, and just be like, "Hey, you started from humble beginnings to like, like, how did you not get burnt out? You know, like." what what was like any advice that you could give to a small channel like us or anything like that or like if we go to locations you know like what's the best like way that you guys get evidence or whatnot and it's like i i just love to pick their brains like because that's just oh, yeah. so interesting i think that's that, been the fun part about this whole show is all the every investigator we've had come on has a different style of investigation and mm-hmm. it's so cool to see like even though we all do things different in our own way like we're able to get you know similar evidence in the same places or like you know have an experience that's similar even though the places are different like um it, i don't know it's just like g was a great example like for with uh one of the last um Paranormal lives search. that we did yeah he he said that he would hang cat balls from a string in a doorway it's like i would never have thought of doing that yeah and it is such a great idea because if something walks through there and it manipulates yeah it starts going, it's like yeah okay it's it might be a little different than if like you're hoping that somebody's foot might you know if if that's how it works if a foot kicks a cat ball or something instead of somebody bending over it's like yeah i would think that i'm aiming for torso here like that's probably <laughs> a better better odds <laughs> right yeah that's why I like I like meeting other, you know, investigators and, you know, um, investigating with them because you learn different things from them and you can bounce ideas off of each other and stuff. And I love networking with other people. Yeah. Tommy Tombstone is a great example of that. He's taught us a lot about how to organize our investigations a little more because we were. Yeah. Big, 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 right off the hip. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely shoot off the hip like. Get into a place where we start. I don't know up there. Instead of being like, "Hey, we're what goes bump tonight." I'm Trevor. That's right. We're doing this here, and we're in this room. It's like that takes thirty seconds, but we just said, "Fuck that." Was it no sad? But I mean, that comes with the the hype about it, where it's like you, everybody wants to experience this, and it's like I I implore you, do it. It's so much fun. You might not catch something right away, and it might take hours on end, but when you experience yeah. it. You'll know, and you'll be 100% different from the night after that. If you're into this as much as we are, as soon as you have that experience, you're like, man, when's my next one going to be? Oh, yeah. People say that Magic the Gathering is card crack. They say that Dungeons & Dragons is too addicting. It's a satanic cult. And then it's like paranormal investigating is 100% tied right into that crack. Like, it is 100% (laughs) you cannot get off of it. Yeah, it's that adrenaline rush. Yeah, you might get a little burnt. Oh, yeah. but take a little step back. I promise you, you'll go right back to it eventually. Uh-huh. Yep. Well, with that being said, we usually wrap these up around two hours. Next week, we could we'll, do this forever, yeah, but yeah, definitely yeah. go forever, I'm sure. <laughs> but uh, next week, we'll have our good friend Eric Freeman Sims from the. Oh, gosh. Blanken. The Blanken. <laughs> Unseen Paranormal Podcast. Sorry. Nice. I didn't want to get it wrong. It's a mouthful. That's why. Yeah. Uh, he's freaking awesome. He's from Tennessee. So he'll be joining us next week. And we want to thank you, Sarah and Candy and Sandra, for joining us tonight. Mm-hmm. You guys are rock stars. Thank you. Cheering you. Cheering Can we investigate you. soon? Since yeah. we're like, yeah, let's do this. Let's do it. So we can, yeah, let's say, I was telling him, I was like, we just need to set something up. We live so close together. It's easy. Yeah, for this. real. But with that being said, remember folks, keep your ears and eyes open where it really goes. Boom. In the night.
check out everything in down low. Go subscribe, guys. Love you guys. Bye. Thank you. Thank you.